Germanica Story Embroidery Class, recorded December 9, 2014, led by Chris Huntley. All right, well, welcome. Tonight is sort of a fun night because we're doing the story embroidery where we are going to randomly choose a story form and then, as a group, tell it. Only a couple rules. First one, if you have really great, you have a great idea, keep it to yourself uh, because this is on a podcast, on a live broadcast, and so if you've got this great idea and you want to share it with everyone, then great, but understand you're sharing it. If you really think you might want to use it on your own, then come up with another great idea that you have no interest in and share that one. Uh, the second thing is, it's all voluntary, so we're going to just go to round robin when we get to the part where we're starting to illustrate the story, and if you don't um, want to participate or want to skip a particular round, that's fine. Uh, if you have questions, you don't need to wait until it's your turn to have to ask questions. I'm going to be a little bit of a taskmaster on this because we're doing a story form with gists, so I'm going to hold you to to uh, make sure your illustration not only fits the category, the, the the story point, and the choice for that story point, but as it is represented by GIST. However, I will give you a lot of latitude in how you choose to illustrate that particular kind of GIST. Um, I've done a little bit of the lead work. Usually we spend a lot of time figuring out the characters and all that stuff, and that's just sort of, that's all storytelling, so it's not really, you don't really necessarily learn anything from a dramatic point of view by spending a lot of time figuring out what your character names are, or their gender, etc. So I asked I asked Bob earlier this evening um, to come up with, to pick a number between one and ten, and he chose three. So I spun the, I did the character generator and generated a set of eight archetypes, um, and I put them on the board. We have a protagonist whose name is Victor Everhart, um, male. Then we have the antagonist is Beatrice Coleman. Or Coolman, female. Uh, the emotion character is Terry Bernier, or Bernier, female. Depends on if I'm pronouncing it or if David's pronouncing it. <laughs> Bernier. 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 Uh, then we have the reason character, Al Albert, no, Albert Gregor, <laughs> a male. Uh, sidekick, Alan Jewett, a male. Skeptic, Michelle Via, female. And the guardian, Glenn Carter is a male, with the contagonist being Glenda Bingaman, female. So it's Glenn or Glenda, right? It's men against women. <laughs> what? It's men against women. Well, yeah, I, I did select it to have 50-50, because the first two were like almost all men and then almost all women, so I, I went, okay, let's make it a little less random. Yes. Where do you? Is there like an actual character creator? Is that just something? Yeah, he has a character generator uh, in these brainstorming to tools. There are yeah. two of them. One's called uh, Spin the Model, which randomly chooses a story form and can assign gists if it's the uh, the Macintosh version. And then there's another one called Character Generator, which will randomly create X number of characters and assign names and genders and. Also, if you want it, it'll assign uh, characteristics. Right. And I just said I want them to be archetypes so that um, 
it makes it easier. In, since we're not spending a lot of time on character development of the objective characters, of the overall story characters, we'll be focusing on the main character and influence character. Uh, it had the main character is Victor Everhart, the protagonist, and the influence character is Beatrice Kuhlman, the antagonist. I'm okay if somebody wants to switch out the influence character, you know, assign another one of those characters, that's okay, or we can leave it as is. It doesn't matter to me. Um, but the two things, the one thing that I want to do is I want to assign, I want to figure out what the genre is, and so um, I'm going to, uh, let's see, I want, I need for you to pick a number between one and three. Seven. <laughs> it's it's one, a comedy. There's yeah. only one two. number between one and three. Two, okay. Two. So, um, and Reed, I'd like you to pick two of these, and that will be our genre. Oh, Adam. <laughs> Adam, sorry, Adam, sorry. Two of these? Yeah, sorry. Okay. Okay, and what is our genre? Um, sci-fi romance. All right, okay. Cool. So we have a sci-fi romance as our genre. And the time period, we can either make it either now or the future, whichever we want to. Future. Okay. Sci-fi romance. I am terrible with names, so I apologize. I'm just sort of saying that right now. That's a hard time remember my, remembering my own. Okay. Um, and uh, Bob, a number between one and seven. Uh, seven. Okay. Right answer. <laughs> so let me, I'm going to spin the model seven times. The only thing I'm going to do is if we end up, actually, if we end up getting a problem-solving style holistic, I will change that. Because <laughs> that's just, we're all guys in here, and it will be impossible for us well. to, to. Oh, except for, that's right. Oh, I should have asked you how many. I'm, I apologize. Um, thank you. Mm -hmm. Four, five, six, seven. Oh, boy, five, six. The four, five, and six were all holistic, and then seven popped up linear. Oh, unfortunately, it's a it's a tragedy, but sci-fi romance tragedy. And that made somebody here. You can't uh, have a sci-fi romance tragedy. That's just wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I am going to. Um, Print this out, and uh, is can I send you a? Okay, I'll I will send it to you. Oh boy, I turned off my email. I'll have to turn off my turn on my email. Okay, so let me print this out. Preview. Mm, okay. okay. Print. Yeah. But these are the things uh, in the story form. And so it's things like, does your main character stay, or stay hold the course? Or story embroidery. Does he stop in it? He's randomly throwing these in. All right, and then let me just print this. But this is Pardon? This is the most amazing thing. It's just like, Gary? Oh, God, why did it? You love doing this now? No, no, tender green. Oh, there's a... Randomize, randomize it. Yeah. Just, just a salad. Just a salad. Okay, and so Jim, 
Uh, your normal one that I always send to? Quietly, yes. Yeah, I'm not, didn't say it. <laughs> <laughs> I could just say your, the one, yeah, never mind. Okay, so. Is it Jim at Jiggler.com? Yes, that's it. Dang it. <laughs> Why are you? Alright. Did you see the reopening of Santa's Village? What? Did you see the reopening of Santa's Village? Yeah. Where's that? Far left, everybody. San Bernardino up in the mountains. Oh, okay. Yeah, is that by, that by Big Bear and... Yeah. That was where Mulder and Scully found all the dead children. Period. Oh, <laughs> great. <laughs> Okay, so um, yeah, that was great. <laughs> so Christmas. Would you do me a favor? Um, yeah. Would you lead sort of this, go through this, sure. and then maybe we can turn the camera and watch everybody. Watch ah. what Jimmy. Your decided. food's gonna get. Wait, wait. Okay, why don't you do that? Um, start um, round robin for robining, having people fill in the age, go. occupation, yeah. and role, and. Okay, and so some. we're we're gonna one per each person's gonna do all. You're gonna pick a character and you're gonna go all the way across. Okay. Perfect. And the only my only recommendation is we all tend to always pick people most similar to ourselves by nature. Try to stretch it out and make it more than that. Make it something else. Um, all right. So let's start with you. Let's read. Start, start with you. Read. You can pick anyone you want. Just tell me who it is and fill it in. Um. Any character in a column here? No, any... Excuse me. Pick a red word, and then we'll go this way. Okay. Oh, we'll start with a skeptic. Okay. Ah. Michelle Villa, she's female. How old is she? 35. She's 35. All right, what does she do? Remember, this is a sci-fi. This, the role is this, right? Uh, the, well, no, if you've got, let's say you're an engineer, some we might come back and fill in the role. Okay. Um, that's usually something like saying the sister or the whatever. Oh, right, 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 yeah. and, and, and then other can be, if there's something else you want to say about that character, for instance, a relationship with something or some other bit of information you think is kind of interesting. I don't know. Yeah, okay. that, I can't see you from here. You can't see it from here? I'm the, I'm the guardian. Uh, you have the guardian. All right. You have Glenn Carter. It's a male. Okay. How old? Um, 36. 36? All right. And uh, what is their job? What is Glenn's job in our sci-fi romance? His job is a truck driver. Truck driver. All right. Okay, I'm going to move on until we have more story to fill those in. All right. Um, I'll go with the antagonist. Okay. Beatrice Coleman. Uh, 76. 76. Okay. What does she do? Historian. Protagonist, uh, Victor, 
is 59. Okay. And he is a researcher in a, in a company that manufactures chaotics. AI researcher, okay. Jim? Can you skip me because there's like too much going on? But can you do a... Uh, Diane? Uh, Diane. Oh yeah, sorry. Diane. It's up to you. Alright, yes. can you read... Diane, we have the emotion uh, character, the reason character, the sidekick and the contagious. Beatrice, yeah. Yeah. So we have emotion, reason, Which side. Excuse me? I just didn't hear what job she was given. I was trying to jot things down oh. and I can't read the board at all. She's a well, historian. I, I put it in the chat. I don't know if you can see it. <coughs> if you can open up the chat. Oh, she's 76? Yeah. That's cool. I like it. Historian. Okay. Um, who are my choices? Emotion. It's a, it's a female. Reason, it's a male. Sidekick, it's a male. And Contagonist, it's a female. Okay. Uh, let's take one of the guys and let's make him a pilot. All right. So reason, do you care? How old is sure. he? How no, old is he? Uh, make him uh forty. Okay. All right, Sam. Wait, there's isn't that Sam? Is that Sam? No, it's not. Yeah, I've, I've, I've gone Bennett C for. Oh my God. No, Popeye? <laughs> Popeye? Whoa. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with, uh, uh, I, I can't read, but John Carter? Uh, Glenn Carter's taken. We have a contagonist who's a female, the sidekick who's a male, and a motion who's a female. Okay, contagonist. Okay, Glenda Bingman, female. A thousand years old. <laughs> space peddler. <coughs> a space peddler. Right. Um, Sam, I'm gonna throw something out at you. Do you want to throw in a uh, a race for her? <laughs> okay. Uh, Wind guardian. I just made that up. All right, Wind. Oh, Wind guardian. <laughs> Windardian. <laughs> and what is a Windardian? <clears throat> what is that, Sam? Oh, who's Billy? <laughs> oh, just, you, you throw a curveball at me. I, I, she's just from the, 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 uh, the age quadrant, Delta quadrant, and she's <laughs> so an alien. Windar. Yeah. Is that what you meant? Yeah. Or, Okay. That'll work. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to take the emotion character, Terry Bernier. I'm going to make her eight. Yeah. And her occupation is going to be a um, stem cell donor. Jim, there's one left. Please. Ugh. All right. Skip. Yeah, Read, like I got a million things. We got sidekick left for you. Alan Jewett, how old? 
Sidekick is the, you know, sidekick is. So it would be Victor's sidekick. Yeah. I'm sorry, what? Would they be with the protagonist? Yeah. Not necessarily, actually. They can be the sidekick. They can be the support for anyone. So typically you'll see them as the protagonist, but if they don't Victor's have to be. researcher, we'd probably be around them somehow. Oh, don't, don't, don't overthink it. Okay. Go with, go with the gut, yeah. except, you know, maybe make it fun. Use the, uh... Hmm. Um, I, he could be a, the te- a teacher. Sure. Sure. Teacher. <laughs> Everybody's ready. And how old? Forty-five. Forty-five. Okay. All right. We escaped the twenty-something. We did. We should. Yep. No twenty-somethings. Very nice. So, so yeah. Thank. I'm glad you said. You know, try to keep it away from what you are. Although we tend, tend to, if we don't say it. Everybody's character sounds exactly like them. I like the person who described it. Invariably. Yep. Although they're not all writers, but usually at least one writer pops into it. Though Sam is a space peddler. Mm-hmm. And he's a little older. <laughs> we had one one year we had a, a, a talking dolphin. That right. was that was a, it actually turned out to be pretty funny because that seemed to be like, okay, that's off the wall, and it ended up being pretty fun. Okay, so now uh, the idea is uh, I'll just reiterate what we've got in terms of our characters. We have our protagonist, who's the main character, Victor Everhart, male, 59, an AI researcher. We have our antagonist, who's also the influence character, Beatrice Kuhlman, female, 76, historian. The emotion character is Terry Bernier, or Bernier, uh, female, she's eight, and a stem cell donor. The reason character is Albert Greger, male, 40, a pilot. Sidekick is Alan Jewett, male, 45, teacher. The skeptic is Michelle Villa, female, 35, engineer. Guardian is Glenn Carter, male, 36, truck driver. And the antagonist is Glenda Bingaman, female, 1,000 years old, space peddler from, and she's a Windarian, that's her race. Okay, so she's a non-human character since it's a sci-fi romance, I guess that's... Makes perfect sense. All right. So the next step is to let's take a real quick look at our our story form. Um, I've, for those of you who um, are in the room, I've handed out two pages. One is the project overview report, which is has all of the story forming choices, but it shows the gists. So it's not the actual story form. And then you've got uh, the definite. So a very short area of definitions, but on the back of the vocabulary is the actual story form. So if you want to see what the, the settings are, look to the, the back of the one that has the um, vocabulary definitions, and that'll actually be the one that's probably best to work from, but if you want to use as a reference to uh, something, you might be making choices. And so, by Billy Guthrie, do you mean Victor Everhart, or...? Um, let me see. Yes. <clears throat> uh, did I have... He's got a vestige in there. 
So the, the main character is... Oh, yeah. Oh, it does have a vestige of it. How does that happen? Hmm. Okay, yes. But the one that says Billy Cuthbertson is actually supposed to be Victor Everhart. I'm sorry? Do you want to know what we do? I was looking for the static plot points there in there. Yes, the static plot points are uh, at the bottom of the... Um, <coughs> A project overview report in the overall story through line and then on the story engine settings is at the bottom of the page. Yeah, I'm not sure how I got that name in there. Hmm, weird. Anyway, because uh, I think that the characters are all are supposed to be there, but my oh, I printed the wrong I printed the wrong I, I, I did it in a completely different one. Okay, well, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. We just just the two names are different. So, so it's really Victor Everhart and Beatrice Coleman. It's also a tragedy too. Well, it's the same story form. I did the story form in the other file. Oh, God. I was testing the, the the thing about whether it's a protagonist or not. Always the main character is assigned the protagonist, and that's yeah. happened to be the one that was up. Right. Okay, so um, the story form. I'm just going to read what the story form is as opposed to the, the uh, uh, story form with the gists just very quickly. So for those who are story forming along with us, if you want to get, actually do the story form, you can go into the uh, story engine, and I'll give you the, the dynamic choices, the plot dynamics, and then the overall story domain and problem, and that's enough for you to get to the right story form. So the main character resolve is change. Uh, the main character growth is start. The main character approach is doer. The problem solving style is linear or male mental sex for using the old, uh, uh, the mental sex, it's male. Uh, the plot driver is decision. It's a time lock story. Outcome that's a limit of time lock. Outcome, failure, judgment, bad. Then we have, for our overall story domain, it's fixed attitude. And the problem is theory. Problem is what? Theory. As in, you know, like the theory of everything. Oh. Or theory of nothing or whatever. <laughs> but theory is the problem. So with those, you could, that's sufficient enough to get to a single story form. So... If you're listening to this at a later time or you're following with us right now, you can get to the story form by, by making those choices. Everything else will be the same. Now, <clears throat> what you won't have with you if you're doing it at home is, is, are the, um, the gists. Yeah, no, I put it up on them. Or you look at what, what, uh, what Jim has done me, right? and it's actually report? up there. What? This is the report you sent me? Was this one? Yeah. So yeah, except for the character on. names, <laughs> everything else are going to be fine, except for the main character and the influence character. Names, everything else is the same. Uh, so now what we want to do is these each of these items in this list are called story points. So each one is an individual point within this story in different contexts. So there are four through lines or threads that go through the story. The overall story is the big picture. That's what most people think of as the plot. Um, but it has characters, plot, theme, and genre elements as part of it. Then the main character is the character through whose eyes the audience experiences the story. 
and that is Victor Everhart in this case, who also happens to be the protagonist in the overall story. So he's the one who's trying to re trying to achieve the goal. The goal happens to be being calm under pressure. Okay. Um, can we can we uh, can we use the negative goals to make that a success eventually? No. Goal? No? Okay. no. This is this one thing. The question was, can you make the, make it a negative goal? A story form is what's really going on, not what appears to be going on. Okay. So it's a, it's a really important distinction. Very frequently, people get caught up in their own story, trying to think about what does it look like to the audience at this point or at some other point. And you're going to want to, as you stop, tell a story, withhold certain information or make it look like it's going one way or another. The story format itself, though, says after you know everything about the story and can figure out what's truly happening, this is the reality. This is the object, objective way of understanding what's going on, the cold, hard facts. So in this particular instance, it's a, it's a tragedy. Now, the thing about a tragedy is it doesn't have to be a tragedy of epic proportions. It could be a tragedy, it's a very small tragedy, low key, and it could be something where it's a failure, but perhaps there are huge dividends. So even though it, you ultimately don't get what you want, you're not feeling so great about it, but look at all the benefits that came along the way. You know, that's the, the flip side of that is a Pyrrhic victory, where you win, but the costs are so high, it doesn't feel like it's a win. So there are a lot of ways of offsetting something to make it a, say, something that really technically is a failure, but actually feels like it's a positive ending, or vice versa, something that's technically a win, but really... <laughs> doesn't seem like it was worthwhile. So that's the nature of how these these story points work, is that they can each attenuate the you know binary nature or the or the, the unary nature of any one point, so that collectively you get a much richer texture. Um, so that main character is the character through whose eyes we're experiencing the story. The influence character is the one that challenges the main character. Um, in this case, Beatrice is the one who's, who, through her influence or her impact, forces Victor to change. He's a change character. That's one of the one of the points in the story for him. So he ultimately is going to change his his perspective. Sorry. Not a problem. Uh, I think that was a commentary. Uh, and then the last through line is the relationship through line, sometimes referred to as the subjective story, where the big picture is objective, the relationship is subjective. And it can be, we, we, one of the things that we will need to establish is what kind of relationship exists between Victor and Beatrice. I mean, this is, there's a romance, but the romance doesn't have to be between, be between those two characters. It can be between... It could be between lots of characters, or it could be between, you know, one character and another. Usually the main character is going to be one of them, but they don't always have to be. Sometimes they could be the odd person out. Um, that's something that... But, but, but the relationship will have to establish what kind of relationship it is. It could be competitive. It could be <coughs> familial. It could be... Romantic. It could be pedantic. It could be um, competitive. It doesn't really matter. It's just you know, teacher student. You know, however, you've got a 
an AI researcher and a historian. So what kind of relationship might those two characters have? You know, is it a professional or is it a personal relationship? Doesn't matter, but that's the nature of that fourth thread. That's going to be the very passionate part of the story. So, without going on and on and on about this, um, the way the way that uh, I'm going to work this is I'm going to have everybody go round robin, including people online. Um, and for if you don't have other, you guys online, if you don't actually have the the report that Jim posted. If you pick one of the story points, I'll tell you what the, the gist is, so that will that way it'll help you sort of focus. And again, I'm going to be very lenient on the definition, but I want you to try to work with what the what the, the gist is as a way of leading your illustration. The last point before we get started is that if someone establishes some reality in the story, you cannot un- you cannot destroy that reality. Yeah, you cannot undo it. So we have, there's the race of Windarians in here. Okay, well, you can't say that Glenda is something else that negates her being a Windarian. It's just, that's part of the reality now. So as we weave this fabric together, that's the sort of the story of embroidery. As we do that, we build rather than tear down. And that way, ultimately, we end up with something that, that will hold together pretty well as a story. So do we have any volunteers who wish to start in any, uh, illustrating any one of these topics? Usually I put all of them up front here so that I know on screen you really can't read them very easily, but I'll, I'm going to write with a darker pen so you should be able to see the illustrations. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, oh, yes. Who's the main character and who's the influence? That's the part I can't. Okay, the main character is Victor Everhart. Okay. And the influence character, who is also the protagonist, and the antagonist is and influence character is Beatrice Coleman, who's okay. she's female, seventy six, historian. Victor Everhart's a male, fifty nine, AI researcher. Until, oh, until I what? say the influence character. I want to move it so it's not the antagonist. Okay, you want to move the influence? Okay, so so uh, <clears throat> the influence character is going to move just the one time though. Where's the influence character going to? To Michelle Via. The skeptic? Yeah. Okay, so that's... I just wanted to do that. I wanted to allow that because the software sort of automatically assigns protagonist and antagonist to main influence. And I didn't want us to have to see stuff. I'm having a brain slip right now. Uh, yes. Uh, can you define contagonist again? Sure. A contagonist is essentially... They're the ones that make things a little bit more difficult. They're the, they're the ones who hinder and tempt... If you imagine the guardian is the little angel on the shoulder, the contagonist is the little devil, the antagonist is actually trying to stop the protagonist from reaching the goal. They wanted to prevent it. The contagonist may or may not really have any interest, but they're the ones that mess things up. Okay. In Star Wars, except for the very beginning part where you first see Darth, and he's sort of a representative of the, of the Empire... Once he's sort of done that job and the, and the adventure begins when the data tapes go off with R2-D2 and C-3PO, he then has his own agenda. and He starts messing things up for everybody, including um, Grand Moff Tarkin. You know, he starts getting into fights with other guys on the ship, and he allows, uh, allows the uh, Millennium Falcon to get away. 
you know, um, and, you know, Target says, you know, I'm taking an awful risk with you because there's a, a homemade beacon. So he just makes this, this make, makes the, hinders the efforts, and then, of course, he represents temptation, what it's like to... Especially to Luke. Yeah, to um, give in to temp, the temptation of the dark side of the forest. So it is just that that hindering uh, character that makes it <coughs> much more difficult than they needn't be. Just like a guardian makes things much more easy because they are help and conscience. They they actually provide assistance as well as guidance, uh, moral or intellectual guidance. And when we're going to run Robin, are we just throwing out like plot points or? Yeah, we're going to illustrate these these points. Okay. So not so much you're not going to get so much into plot points except as much as they 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 are all referred to elements of the plot as well as the thematics, some more than others. Okay. So, for instance, the goal is a pretty big plot point, the overall story goal. Um, these, uh, the the signposts, those are all the major acts. So those are definitely plot-oriented. Um, you'll find some things are more character-oriented, some things more plot. The issues tend to be much more thematic in nature, so that the types of topics you'll find in there are much, much more dealing with theme. All right. Um, Mike? Oh, did you, uh, Key, you need to get a copy of this. I'm kind of getting up to speed here. If you've got a copy, I'd love it. Yeah. I do. Yeah. Always prepared. Did you find the static? Is there, there so. no gist for the static to be able to go in it? Pardon? What are the statics? Oh, never mind. No, Sorry. they're in the overall story. This is uh, not, this is the, uh, oh, this is the plot project overview report, okay. not the story. Okay, so, Mike, did you have a... Want to start? Uh, uh, sure. I'm going to go with uh, uh, the overall concern, overall story concern of being numb to something. Okay. And I'm going to say that this is that the people working on artificial intelligence are numb to the idea, or they they don't weight it enough that what the technology they're creating might be detrimental in some way. Uh, I didn't quite get this it. is the very, very hot topic right now. <laughs> I was gonna say I just saw this. Yes. <laughs> Did I miss something? What is this? No, no, it's been in the news all week. They really? About yeah, about actually, for about the last month. About AI? Yeah, about the fact that it's gonna destroy us. <clears throat> oh. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's a. It's in the zeitgeist. So you Obviously picked up on it, it and I'm done uh, to that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So. Um, People numb to AI threat, right? They want to what? That the people are numb to the idea. They've heard so much about it. whatever for whatever reason. They're just like they hear, oh, this terrible threat, and they're just like, yeah, whatever, yeah, okay, fine. And they're just numb to. Yeah, okay. make it a little more neutral and make it potential? That means it can go positive or negative, and we'll. Find out from elsewhere. No, remember now. now um, no, because at the heart of all of this is is conflict. Yeah. So we want to build in elements of conflict. We don't want to build out elements but, of conflict. So some people will see it as a threat, but not everybody will. Right. So that's the conflict. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, well, or that people are numb to it, and it is a real threat. So we can see it. Yeah. So maybe yeah. only the audience will go. You should be. Well, yeah. Be very careful 
try not to think about this in terms of how it's going to play on screen yet. We actually got to get the story before we figure out how we're going to relate it to the audience. Um, that's the hardest thing, is to know what's really going on. Because once you know what's really going on, you can play it however you want to. Downplay it, upplay it, whatever. It's being, you know, really clear at this point is what's helpful because then from, from being able to write to it, you know exactly what you need to do. And the more that you can identify that element of conflict or inequity into it, because that's why it's a concern. It has to have that concern part of it, rather than just being a general area. So does that have the concern? Yeah, it's, there's a threat. They're numb to a threat. You know, and, the, and you might have people who are concerned that, like scientists or whomever, are concerned that the people who need to be reacting to this are completely numb to it, and they're not reacting to it, and that's a problem. That's our con that's what we're concerned about. I mean, think about even today, like people worried that Congress isn't dealing with climate change. No, I know. It's just usually when people take just they just go, oh, people numb day, I threat, but that's not like a. I'm not sure how that's a concern. Like, there's no real conflict or problem. I don't, I don't know. Well, how not yet. Across. No, see, it's it's a. It, it's the first the people are numb to no, an no. AI threat. It's not to the uh, that AI could be a threat. Is that there's a real threat and they're numb to it. That's what I'm. Their numbness is the problem. Okay. That that is what's in fact causing the the conflict is that they are not. And you're saying you don't have to detail what that well, threat is. Well, no. When you're writing it, you want to get into great detail. When we're trying to get through an entire story Sorry. form in two hours, Sorry. we want okay. to write the gist of it. Okay. So that that way it will it will make a lot more sense. At the end, when we want to try to summarize, we don't have to go into a huge amount of detail. Okay. But also, the the less detail you put at any point, the less you're hamstringing everybody else for illustrating something later. You know, you want to try to give enough so that there's substance, but not so much that suddenly you, you're already off on this really specific direction. Okay, read. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Thinking about the overall problem, proposing a concrete hypothesis about a particular group. Okay, so this would be the source of conflict in this overall story. So this is what's really causing conflict, um, which is why ultimately they fail. Um, I'm thinking some kind of evil AI um, like beings or something like or something that gets created through artificial intelligence and that's a problem for a, for a group. Or okay, okay, so but what is the the particular group is is the is a component of it, but so what is the concrete hypothesis about this group, about say AI? Um, that the hypothesis is um, that the AI is about to like come online or something. Um, I, I don't know. I'm not sure. Well, for instance, okay, so so if you're going to say what's going to what is going to be a hot topic, or what's going to be a real problem that, what's going to allow conflict to be created, or exist, or continue? I don't want to, I don't want to, be, I think you're on the right, is if you make AI essentially the, 
the heavies or something. So what could people be theorizing about them that would create conflict? Once AI becomes um, intelligent enough, it would start duplicating itself and taking over all the computer systems and completely maybe obliterating. Okay. And, okay, and that and that theory is 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 causing conflict because there are a lot of people who don't that don't agree with that. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. So the problem is proposing uh, uh, that AI. Now I'm just going to ask you. Um, I don't mind. That too AI to be destroyed. Pardon? I, I'm wondering if they is some people are saying they're too sentient to be destroyed. Because we can't kill them because they're us or they're. But it's not even so that. It's just the human. No, this but it's is, just the moment. fact that there's people are proposing the hypothesis that's causing the problem. It doesn't matter what the actual it's, hypothesis is. Right. Well, it's, it is the. It, well, really, it's it's not about proposing. It's about theory. Remember the story form. Okay. The story point choice is theory, so it's the theory that's causing the trouble. Uh -huh. It's proposing that there are harmless ones released. Uh, but that's not what he was... That's, oh, yes, right. that could be it just as easily, um, except it would now would be the problem if, in fact, they aren't. So, you, you, so the, But the idea is that AI is pro uh, proposing that AI is um, dangerous. dangerous. Uh, which causes conflict. What group would have a real problem with that? Who well, who thinks that they are? Who manufacture them? Well, no, well, well scientists. Well, who? who I want Reed to answer that. Who's the thinking the group? No, no, no. Yeah. Well, the AI. Sorry, I mean, I, yeah. the AI is. A, but what group would actually have a problem with that that theory? If AIs are dangerous, who's gonna have? Who's gonna say you're nuts? They're not dangerous. <coughs> I would think the AI, AI researcher would be pro AI. Okay. So someone who's not in that research group. Okay. It could be. I don't know. I think it would be dangerous. Great. Yeah, now that's that. So with AI researchers, that's great because he's gonna be the proponent to try to resolve that, and and ultimately it's a failure. So he's gonna be wrong. Mm -hmm. But that's good. That that's exactly. You got all those. Lots of those little pieces in there. Okay, um, key. Uh, well, I was looking at signpost one in the overall story, forgetting other people's names, and um, just the idea that the people in these AI manufacturing facilities or whatever are very kind of callous. They're just all about <coughs> numbers and activities, and they forget lots of people's names, including some of the AI beings who don't take it very well at all. So it's that forgetting names is just part of the normal day of life, but if you've got a person who, or an AI who thinks they deserve attention, then you're setting up a civil war of some sort. Okay, so we have, uh, so um, what is the group that, who's forgetting the names? The, the researchers uh, forget the uh, AI, the lead AI's name. 
like Batty and uh, you know, Blade Runner. He doesn't take his and that and, and and he takes exception to that. Right. Okay. <coughs> All right. Hi, uh, Bob. The um, this uh, person I represent, he he's a truck driver, but his hobby is um. Uh, Oh, he's been buying drones from China, and they're very cheaply made. Okay, and what is what is he doing then? Several people. He create them or repairs them or. <laughs> no, he buys them and he uses them as a hobby. Okay. Uh, and there have been several people that have been closely. Uh, um, injured by these drones, but n nobody uh, yet has been actually injured or killed. But the potential is there, and because he has is having a lot of fun, he he uh, he, he underplays all this stuff. And, and uh, okay, that that's good. That's, that's so. Good. We have a so with this is the truck driver who's the guardian who sort of has this hobby that's a rather dangerous hobby considering everything else that's going on. So that's that's good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, I'll go with uh, main character issue. Okay. I'm gonna say that Victor believes himself more wise than Glinda. Uh, and the issue was it's supposed to be it's. Uh, being wise beyond one someone's ears, okay. Well, yes, it's someone's ears, so he believes himself wise beyond her years. Well, remember, this is not okay. No. Yeah, sure, but make it make sure it's about him. Okay. He thinks well, he's we wise. We don't know his through line yet. Well, well, no, 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 no. I just mean? I just want to make sure it's not over in the relationship so much. So he's okay. beyond. And so so if you could. If you could, um, say so, say historians or something like that, as opposed to objectify that the the someone, so that it's if, if we we can tie it back in, we know that it's going to be um, the antagonist, but because it's remember she's no longer the influence character, so that's good. So okay, well let's so so Victor um, believes he's. He's wiser. I would say Glenda, but then uh, then Glenda. Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, the thousand-year-old. Oh. It's kind of like a, a pretty bold move. She's okay. Uh, and why is uh, in uh, in dealing with the? Uh, I mean, she having had been a space peddler, she would have had to deal with AIs on other planets. And he believes that he, being an AI researcher, that he would know more than her, even though she has dealt with AIs for a drink. All right. Uh, so it's Glenda, right? All right, so Victor, Victor believes he is wiser than a thousand-year-old aliens. And I have Glenda. <laughs> no, I put that in there so that it 
we're we're what Glenda is. Um, okay. Uh, so keep it in the uh, overall story realm. I keep hitting on it, but the, we what? don't need to say why that's an issue. Are we just implying that it? I know I keep hitting on that. No, no, no. We do need. Mm-hmm. We we really do need to. Um, well, that's that's a good point. It'll it'll hinder his ability to. Uh, solve the you know solve the evil uprising of the AI. Well, but why is it, why is this why is this of concern? To him? Why is this an issue for him? In other words, what's the because? This is an issue for him because he's it's an issue of, of arrogance because he believes and not listening to you know having a very set plan of action and she comes in and slows things down by uh, second guessing him and saying not, well, this is how you do it. And, mm-hmm. If it was arrogance, then it would be like nobody listens to him like that. Like if he's if he's always cares about being wiser than everybody else, and then nobody listens to him, then that would be like an issue because then he can never get across what he wanted yeah. to say. Okay. It just pushes it that that little extra bit so that it yeah. it's like a story. Yeah. Instead of just like. Whew. Okay. Yes. No. It is. It, it's the part that gives it. It gives it the conflict. Yeah, yeah. Like, thank you. Oh, okay. Sorry. Keep no, 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 no. I guess I, guess I don't know what the all the differences between concern, issue, problem. It's a matter of scale. There, think of everyone as a problem. The difference is the kinds of things that you're going to be looking at are slightly different. The ones at the at the at the domain are going to be the really really broad ones. The concerns are a little bit narrower. The issues are narrower yet, and the problem is about as specific as you can get. But they're all really. It's it, they're different lenses, almost like if you're looking through a microscope at something and you put it in different powers, to you know magnification. That's essentially the difference. So they're all looking at the same thing. It's okay. just that when you look at one scale, you see things differently than if you get in tighter um, and much closer. Suddenly, you know you're not you see the trees, but you don't see the forest. That that's sort of the difference as you do those different scales. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to try to go with the overall story goal. Okay. Income pressure. Um, the, the, the court... Um, so Victor has been tasked to um, contain or condition his team of researchers because there's been a recent string of suicides among them. And he starts to just have them keep their cool. So that mm-hmm. dark. Because that slows down production. Is that so fresh. I like how he fails too. Yeah. Or fails European, sorry. And that's a time lock, so that could be interesting. I want to write this already. So I'm putting this as. Remain calm during crises to uh, to uh, due to team suicides. Yeah. <coughs> okay, and Victor's obviously the, the protagonist. <coughs> or alleged suicides. Oh. Which story point was that? This Here. is the story goal.
Uh, Victor tries to keep his team calm during crises due to team suicides. Yeah, the consequence is kind of 40 next to that. The consequence is, what is it? Uh, a particular group's condition grow progressively worse. Well, when somebody, when, somebody gets, when somebody gets to that story point, <laughs> you hope nobody takes what, what, what you'll find is that once you start doing one and another and you get like three, suddenly the rest start almost <laughs> filling in themselves. It's just like, well, of course it has to be blah, blah, blah. Um, uh, let's see. I, either... Diane, probably. Yeah, Diane, do you want to do a story point? Yeah, I do. Can I do uh, main character signpost one, um, receiving a gift from a particular group? Sure. Um, Victor gets a um, prototype, like nano or something, from the people of um, Glenda's homeworld. When when Dardian. Okay, and um, and do, what is the nature? What is the nature of that? Or does it, do you have anything more about that or not? Well, okay. So what I'm thinking is, it's sort of like a, um, Skynet getting the the Terminator. They're getting sort of advanced technology. Okay, so essentially, it's that we to take their AI research into new and dangerous places. That's great. Okay. Thanks. And it would be ever so lovely if Glendon told him, "You really don't want this, but I've been told to give it to you." Right. Right. Because that's she's she know or she's the one who tries to destroy it because she's a. Antagonist. Um, is she the antagonist or the antagonist? Uh, Glenda. Oh, sorry, is the antagonist. Sorry. So, so she'll make it difficult for him, but mm -hmm. she won't stop it. So I'm just trying to figure what what, what makes that an uh, MC through line uh, benchmark as opposed to an overall story um, benchmark. Well, because he's as a, an AI researcher, he's really really pretty much into the research. Yeah. We don't really know what his domain is, except we think he already knows that he thinks he's smarter than everybody else. Right. Now he's now people are giving him special technology that is in oh, his area of research. Um, and he is what a uh, um, he's an activity character. Yeah. So that okay. he's gonna be concerned with what yeah. he can or cannot do. Yeah. All right, and um, Sam? Sam. The Windarian. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, What's story point? One overall story. Overall story signpost one. Uh, we we actually have signpost one. We've got the uh, the the researchers forget uh, the lead AI's name, oh, which I'm it sorry. takes exception okay. to it. Um, Do I try? When when uh, the Windarian. Uh, what's the story point? Two. Okay. Story signpost two. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm sorry. Yeah. No. Signpost two being numb. Okay. Yes. Being numb. Uh, whenever the Windarian is around, pe biological beings become numb and uh, make it very difficult to to control their bodies. Okay, so do you mean you mean physically numb? Yes. I think 
in this context, I'm not sure if it's physical numbness or it's it's psychological numbness. Okay. Uh, let me just look at what it's, it's um, overall story right. signpost. Impulsive responses. So, in other words, they're knee-jerk reactions. So, okay, so whenever she's a, whenever she's around, uh, biological beings uh, cannot control their impulsive responses to uh, act impulsively. Well, well, no, no. Okay, no. Impulsive responses is sort of the category. So we're talking about the preconscious responses, but the the gist is being numb. So in other words, this is the dampening of those impulsive responses. Okay. So as a, does that work? She's the contagonist. So let's see. Does that help her in her uh, temptation when she's tempting people to buy her wares? Does she have some kind of Influence on them. Yeah, by numbing, I sh- sure. By, by numbing their uh, impulse, uh, their sure. In other words, people might might normally be kind of perky jerky around someone that's like them, but but in fact they're just calmed down to a sort of an <laughs> almost to you know to be fully fully numb, which would mean that they're not really reacting as they would normally. They're being artificially um, calmed by her presence. So when she emits a pheromone, that sort of makes people passive? Um, yes, with her huge brain. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, there's some sort of some sort of resonance going on there that's that's doing it. That's fine. That 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 fits that that uh, Story point. All right. Uh, shall we go to Jim? Okay, so the name there, she names the impulsive what? Uh, they're... What the hell did Caltech. I write? Oh. They're impulsive Kellek. <laughs> what the... Uh, Caltech. That's what yeah, they're impulsive... Um, gosh, wow, that was really weird. I don't know what I was thinking. Um, uh, well, I'll say, impulsive responses calming them. Or I'll just say numbing them. That's really what it's what it said. Maybe not my, this thing is like spreading with it. Alright. Yeah. Jen. Get a smaller pen. Go ahead. So Victor gonna do his main character domain. Okay. Performing acrobatics. <laughs> um, and I was thinking since he's a great AI researcher mm-hmm. but the only way he can solve equations and stuff is on moving trains like on the glass I'm kind of ripping this off of a beautiful mind sort of thing where he's writing on the glass and stuff but he can only do it on moving space trains and he has to run alongside the trains and kind of leap up and over girders and swing on things and stuff and write on it because he can only get the equations so he's as a parkour uh, parkour Yes, solver? he's a parkour problem solver. Hey, what's it called? Parkour problem solving. You know they do the guys that run around and jump off. <laughs> jump off. His brain only works when it's moving. But he can only solve it's it nice. while he's doing that because he has to. It, 
Things that's, have to be moving. He has to have time incorporated into his solving. He needs the adrenaline. Needs the that's a yes. new. That's a new character. I've seen parkour in a lot of people, but no, no parkour problem solving. Yeah, you got. You got to his thank concern you, Diane. too. That's fresh. What's it? You got to his concern What's too. What's his concern? I didn't yeah. see. Oh, oh yeah, I didn't know that. I want to see the facility he works in. But <laughs> <laughs> it's great when they. But he they can build only do it for like two minutes as the trains come in and leave, and then he's like, "Damn it, I gotta wait." For they build him train. a new one, which is just like a rotating floor oh, inside oh, a glass. That's, nice. that's great. Dome, and he just like. <laughs> yeah, 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 like yeah. a treadmill. And then it goes this way. The glass goes this way. I can't spell that. Parkour. P A R K O U R. Oh, P A R K O U R. Looks like park hour. That's great. It's so like beautifully side fi <laughs> <laughs> Okay. That's pretty cool. And very specific. That's a great So of course he has problems but he can't do it when there's those kinds of facilities which are kind of specific aren't around. Alright, excellent. Mike? Um Okay. I'm gonna go for um Signpost number three in the OS. Okay. So we're going to round that out, I think, which is after some AI gets into the real world and and there's an accident of some sort, or perhaps not an accident, they interact with the real world, um, Beatrice Coleman leads a group. Um, she Basically what I'm getting at is she desires that the AI researchers get... Uh, jailed or held responsible or stopped um, after said event. Good. After some bad event. Which one? Which OS one three. Designing <coughs> uh, a particular. Which story point are we talking about? Um, overall signpost. Overall three. story signpost three. Does that play okay. to her, her? So this is it, desiring a particular group. So you're so saying instead of making that about like uh, attraction, I'm making it that. She's trying to she get everyone. She's trying to incite um, a riot against this group to bring them down. Okay, so that, <clears throat> all right. So the yeah, you have to be careful because this is a this is a psychology domain. Right. So the the manipulation. So it's basically that's okay. You're trying to get them locked up. That's a different. That's a different thread. Inciting so, hatred. In my head, it's more. It's more, it's more like it's what? Mind domain. Oh, it's mine. Oh, it's, it's fixed attitude. Okay, it's, but it's, it's more of a, right. It's I, desire, right? So it's I'm, subconscious. I'm trying. Here's. I think this may be the way to say it. Beatrice wants people to hate the AI. She wants to get people to hate the researchers for that's what better. they've done. Yeah. Okay. That, that's what I mean. How saying. does it play into her story? Um, so she's trying to get them to hate. What is she trying to get them to desire? Just mm, as a desire. Well, you're looking. Yeah, subconscious would work with the fear part. So how do we get... So if you want, if you say, I want to, to hate them, what do you want them to desire that would automatically, essentially, put them in a position to not I like... I, here's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to put pressure on the AI, AI researchers so, right. so that they want to commit suicide. Okay. And so, so I'm trying to get Beatrice to... Uh, Desired that I'm trying to sort of Beatrice to lead. I, what I want to say is Beatrice leading the charge to get people to dislike this group enough. So 
trying to foment sort of a hatred, but I guess is is that outside She's of more of a naturalist desire? and doesn't believe so, in altering human. So you, what you're human. wanting is for her to inspire people to feel about them the way that the way that the um, hippies felt about the returning Vietnam vets. Yes. Mm. Right. It's a, that's that's so that's working with the desire. In other words, she's basically she's trying that's, to that is what manipulate I'm trying to their say. desire or right. somebody's yeah. desire. Um, so she wants, see, not she wants the she wants uh, the, the general public. The public. Like to to, to scorn the AI researchers. Protest. Because she believes in a naturalist. Uh, right, she wants them to. Yeah, it's, that's the thing is you. Yeah, it's the she wants them to go back to the nature. Right, she's type thing, in order to, to. Yeah, get her. I mean, she's trying to stop it. So she's trying to be like, no, the computers are bad. I want you to desire trees and, you know, you this kind of okay, thing. So you shouldn't alter the human makeup. You shouldn't alter the uh, humanity. And she believes in historically man has been superior, and now we're trying to alter what humanity is. Can I ask a question of clarification? Of course. Um, is what she's after is her thought, is her philosophy that when you create a machine to do the job of a man, you take something away from the man. Um, that's not what I was thinking, but that works. It could fit in there. It's almost like saying she wants a, she wants the public to want to desire a nature only world, one right. one that does not support or even have allow allow for <coughs> um, artificial constructs. This is surprisingly nothing like my intention, but let's. Go. <laughs> well, well, no, no, no. it's fine. It, no, no, no. It's the setup for it because, you know, the other part is in order to right. Yeah, which, yeah. which is the that's where the conflict comes in. Right. Science fiction is always human values versus technology. I mean, by definition. It is? Yep. Well, yeah, sci-fi has technology, fantasy has magic. Okay, so here's how I did it, and see if I caught enough of what you're trying to say. So... Uh, Beatrice manipulates the public to desire nature a nature-only world in order to drive AI researchers to suicide. Good. I mean, it's clunky. Let's go. But, but it's, yeah, it's it's getting, it's not too far afield from desiring yeah. a group, you know. Yeah. So, that's, you know, when, when you're doing it on your own, using the uh, gists as a way to launch is just that. Right. And you don't have the constraints. I'm trying to have us work within that just from an educational point of view. Right. Reed? I'm thinking main character, unique ability, being wise in something. Hmm. That could be related to signpost one for main character, um, where, where when he gets the prototype, he, he could be... Uh, Uniquely know how that prototype works or something. Because okay. we're kind of, kind of similar. Yeah. Okay, right. All right, so um, do, do you know what he's wise in? Or. He's, he's wise in the Specific. operational 
uh, ability of the prototype. Nanobot. Well, okay, so he's he's all about this activity and, and AI research, so he's got like this really strong insights into um, AI, period. Just, I mean, to AI. So he knows what's going to tip the AI over into sentience? Oh, okay, okay. I mean, that, that definitely would potentially um, okay. could help that we don't know exactly, we, we got Not sure exactly how that would help the goal having you. We don't have enough here, but okay, that's certainly. Can I can I ask a question? Because yes. this is um, failure bad. Do we know? We don't know if he changes or remains steadfast, right? Yeah, you changed. You changed character. Okay, I'm always sure. Okay, but um, since it's failure bad, does that mean he does not use a unique ability? No, it does not mean he does not use it. It means that it is either. When I said sufficiently, in other words. He, he it, has it, but he doesn't use it in sufficient ways to solve the problem? <coughs> he has it and uses it, but it is undermined by his critical flaw. something greater. Okay. Or his critical flaw or the influence character's unique People ability. People believe that he does have okay. I mean, you've got these other influences that, that will... I just know. brought that in because ultimately he's going to be crucial to the story not working out. No, he isn't going to be crucial to make to it working out. See, it's the difference. <laughs> the unique ability is there to make things work out. Right. Okay. It's always there to make it work out. Right. right. Even if it's a success or a failure. Right. The success or failure are independent of that. Okay. I mean, they're connected, but they're but don't. You're putting a causal relationship in there that does not exist exist until you start stringing out everything together into a linearity. So that's why you that's why we can look at each one independently, and it will work when you put them all together, because we natural there is a fit. It's like puzzles, but you don't necessarily see exactly what puzzle a piece it's going to. Okay. Um, you just know what the adjacent pieces are. Uh, so back to our. Unique ability to. Uh, <laughs> Victor is wise. What we talk about in, in um, wise about AI and doing it over dissentience. Uh, yeah. And would you say turning it over in dissensions? That's how I. Yeah, tipping it. Tipping it, thank you. We haven't determined yet if they actually become sentient, but this, if he's, he does, does go into sentience, they would say, oh, it's going to work out, except there are other factors that are going to undermine the success. You know, so that's why this being here can actually, will happen. I mean, he'll, he'll, they'll be put into effect. It's just, it's not enough because of the way this story form is. Um, okay. Uh, uh, Bob. Yeah. Uh, the, the truck driver sees that the, uh, the antagonist is losing, and so he, he discredits the... Um, a personal discredit of, of the, uh, of the uh, main character. 
Okay, do are you do you have any particular place in the story that you're trying to um, put that into in the story form? Or you're just, just adding that as a, a in the commentary? I'm adding on. Okay, okay. Um, all right, well, well, we'll see if we... There may be a moment when we get to something where that'll just slip right in. So we'll, okay. Cool. Adam? Well, are you, you're going to have to help me guide me into the hangar, I guess. But uh, I'm going to go with my main character, signpost 2. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Victor understanding that... Uh, Glenda and her people have been using AI technology to expand or extend their lifetimes, life periods, and that she fears for the safety of her people if AI should be overthrown or taken down. Okay, that's that's good. Uh, and and so, what is that understanding? So, what what is the understanding? He under, he he sees he understands this is going on. What does that mean? In other words, is is that a threat, or is that a good thing, or a bad thing, or is there is is as opposed to knowledge? You know, find, knowledge would be he finds out that this is the case. Understanding is sort of understanding the meaning behind that knowledge. Um, it's, it's like halfway halfway between knowledge and and being wise. That's knowing what to do with the understanding that you've got. So what 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 is that understanding? Um, what is the his understanding of being that aware that he is of, of with what she's what they're doing? They're, so you had you said Victor understands that it's essentially the Windarians, right? The Windarians have used a uh, form of AI technology to uh, in their everyday life to extend life periods, to uh, improve health, improve, improve abilities. Um, and, uh, and, and what does that mean? This is where the understanding comes in. Or, or any understands the implications that it would have for humanity, which are what? Uh, the are they positive? You, or even they though that the AI can't serve a positive purpose, if they, this AI gets to the point where it is a plan for humanity, it could turn to the evil side that it, they have discovered. Okay, so so he sees that her. it has all these positive benefits, but it also has a underlying threat. Yes. Okay. Because then you, you've got this understanding, and it has it has meaning, and so that signpost that's that act will be about okay, what's he going to do with this? That he, now that he now he's, he gets this information, he understands what what the potentials are, and the good and the bad, and how is that going to make him? You know, what's what is he? What does it mean for him as an AI developer? You know, you can see the conflict that's going on. That's that's what you want to do. Is you want to ramp up the conflict. Dave, uh, signpost four of whole story. Okay. Uh, Which is uh, contemplating the meaning of life. <laughs> well, what if the 
Actually, that's a really good one for this about AI. Yeah, well, the, well, the scientists... Especially as right before commit, they jump. The, the scientists commit suicide, the AI uh, run amok everywhere, and it changes the face of the Earth, so most the remaining humans are left... You're 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 talking about outcome here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's the entire act here. Yeah. Right. You're talking about where we end up, which that's fine if you want to talk about you know well, the outcome value. That's, well, that's, they're they're. Uh, they but you're also. But this is a uh, this is what <coughs> fixed attitude. So yes, keep yeah, it in the, yeah, in the, in the in inner internal realm. realm. Uh, they they seek to understand what. Uh, well, I mean, what, what is the meaning of life when you're talking about humans and artificial life? Isn't that really what the sort of that discussion is? What constitutes yeah, life? Well, yes, exactly. So they're all they're all uh, they're all concerned about trying to to uh, determine what uh, for themselves uh, what exactly it means to be alive. Okay. Um, I didn't get a turn, so kind. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to skip you. I'll go fill in up here. Yeah. Oh, uh, one sec. Sure. Basically, so Act Four is really about this sort of existentialism. You know, what's life? What's death? You know, what what does it mean? Um, yes, key. Sorry, I apologize. Um, it's okay. The um, symptom, overall story, symptom being examined by something. Okay. Um, it's I kind of see society split between the pro AIs and the anti AIs, and both sides are critically examining each other. AIs can, um, and they and they think that's what the source of the all the problem is. Is that the um, the other side just doesn't understand what we're trying to accomplish for good, and so um, they're they're focused on trying to have talks about it rather than uh, working on the proposed hypothesis or d examining that proposed hypothesis. Problem. So this is the symptom, right? Yeah. So yeah. the so the conf, the apparent conflict is that everybody's They're examining each other very critically, and, okay. and you know nobody's listening because they're all finding reasons that the other guys must be wrong, and examining them for flaws in their reasoning and stuff like that. That was overall symptom. Yes. And by everyone, we mean essentially the the, the public, the the, the scientists, yeah. the, the researchers, the historians, all of them. Okay, yeah. great. Um, Diane, thank you. Can we pop over to influenced character signpost one? Yeah, I would love to. No, we have we have nothing over on the other <laughs> entire other half here. I was wondering about that. Yes. Um. So the, this is Michelle, our engineer, right? This is Michelle, right. Okay. So um, she is working on um, 
engineering through natural phenomenon. So actually by trying to find things that would make like natural neural nets um, within um, to be used within an AI itself. Oh, okay. So a naturally occurring phenomenon that I don't have a name for because it's science fiction. That's <laughs> that, quite all right. That would be used for <laughs> like the neural net or the motor control or something for the AIs. Okay. All right, so I've just put looking for uh, naturally occurring phenomena that would be used for neural control of AIs. Right? Essential. Yep. Great. As an engineer, that makes sense that she'd be, you know, <coughs> looking to the that world and all right. Um, Sam. Okay, and Michelle is still the skeptic, right? Michelle is still the skeptic. I'm sorry, okay. yes. All right. Uh, the pilot... Oh, okay, here's my... Oh, she's a skeptic over here in the overall story, not in her own through line. Okay. So I'm going to do relationship signpost one. Wow, this is... I'll have to tell you, this is the first time everybody's been going for the signpost, which is great, because we rarely even get a chance to get to that. Okay, yes, yeah, signpost one. Relation. Uh, uh, what is the nature of their relationship? It has to be romantic, doesn't it? No, no. it doesn't have to. We, have, we haven't even decided. We could make it, I mean, it certainly well, it's makes sense. decided by romance, so it should be something. But, yeah, but not necessarily no, between those so. two. But yeah, but the, the, the relationship doesn't have to be a romance. It, it's the easiest way is to make it a romance. Um, oh, okay. Because And she's an engineer, and he's an AI researcher, you know. Domain being stupid, growing uh, concern, growing steadily worse. Yeah. <laughs> so, so uh, what kind of relationship are they having? I'll let you define that if you want. Okay. Uh, and then give me a, a sign plus one. I can still do that. Okay. Well, it's going to start out as uh, working together. Now, tell me where it ends up. I don't. I don't want to know the progression. I want to know what kind of relationship this is. All right. All right. I mean, is it uh, is it teacher student? Is it coworker? Is it romantic? Is it uh, are they related by you know family or someone? An engineer and an A brought together for what? For hot sex. <laughs> well, uh, there goes the rating. Can can Michelle be a B and AI? Or uh, can she be like a yeah, robotic form of some sort? Maybe we find what did out. you say, Diane? Well, not so far. I mean, she's she's looking for naturally from she's an oh, right, engineer. Right, right. Maybe she's, she's, a, a she's a person. What kind of engineering what? was she, Diane? Person ish. Oh, she's she's looking for natural phenomenon that can actually be used in the in the building of an AI. Okay, hey, hey, why don't you forget what I said about defining the relationship? Just tell me what you wanted for that uh, signpost one, and we'll work from there. Okay, uh, she is, the pilot flies her 
the pilot? To, oh, right. Uh, to the AI research lab, and, and she's uh, examining particular groups' old records. So she's, she wants to research. This is where she meets uh, Glenn, and she's uh, examining the old records of the AI Institute. Okay. okay, now the relationship through line is going to be between Michelle and Victor. Right, and so Victor, I'm sorry, Victor, uh, so Victor is there, and there, he's, he's showing her the, the records to, the old records to the AI. Uh, okay, so they're, they are um, examining uh, old AI records. From, what, what is an old AI record? Where would you find that? Linda would have a few. Library of Congress. Huh? You can find it. I said the Library of Congress. I'm sorry. I'm a smart mouth. I can't keep my mouth shut. I really should. That's okay. I was saying the AI Institute, the artificial intelligence institute. We are. The relationship is. So it's a situation. Okay. So AI. Records at so the government institute. Hmm. Okay, I'll just say AI institute. Windardians. All right, that's fine. So they're looking for old AI records. That's sort of now. What's troublesome about that? And how does that? And how does that affect? So what kind of relationship? Are they are they both trying to get the same thing? Are they competitors, or are they? Remember, we have to have a little bit of conflict in here, and this is the basis yeah. of the relationship. Yeah, it is an it is adversarial, agitate, adversarial, agitated, and uh, he's really not happy about having to do this with her. <laughs> and the the pilot has a big crush on her, and he he uh, is. Well, forget the pilot for the now because this is not about the this relationship is not about the pilot. All right. You know that, that we can have a whole sub story about that, but not tonight. Uh, all right. So yes, it's adversarial. He doesn't want to do that. He's his his boss told him he had to help her do this. I say so. So they're sort of competing for old records. Yes. Given her she's nature thing, I think she's not very into into the whole his whole research. Very skeptical about him. And that's okay. So I mean, having them be competitive is is fine. That's good. Okay. All right, um, Jim. Uh, I have a question. Yes. If the relationship domain, if the relationship, if the relationship story domain is situation, situation. how is being stupid? Situation. Well, that's me. You're stuck that's, in stupidity. That, that's being like, you're you're st stupid. <laughs> it's kind of okay. That's a rough uh, for instance, you're stuck with when you're it. with someone and they just you can't help but being stupid. He's sixty. She's thirty-five. Yeah. This is a problem. You know, he sees he's her and she's just, just she just appears to be really stupid to him. Okay. She's, and now, and Externally now, stupid. I'm just, I'm just a general well, it, no, it's a it's a sort of a status thing. Not a you know a oh. station a station. Oh right. Okay. Status. Not not she is status. not truly not mentally handicapped or he's not mentally handicapped, or it's just a kind of a stupid relationship that they're in. Mm. 
that you kind of go, what is that guy doing with that woman? Why, why are these two person. even together? I mean, that's yeah, okay. it's kind of a weird weird one. But okay, no, no, can... I just wanted to... In case so are you going to illustrate that one? No, of course oh. not. So because, because her, uh, her un... it's a failure, so her unique ability is going to be... Uh... Part of what makes it fail. Yeah, okay, got it. Part of it, but yeah, not, it's not unique. It's going to undermine his unique ability, right? Yes, as well as his critical flaw will undermine his unique ability. Yes. right. right. So, what do you do? Doing? I want to take the outcome. Okay. Which is failure. Uh-huh. And after they've had this existential crisis about life and everything, the group of researchers throw themselves in front of Victor's train and kill themselves. The space train? Yes. <laughs> I thought he had the, the, the new lab. They're going to make the new yes. lab for us. <laughs> no, no, no. It's circular. It's a circular thing. They just jump in front of the circular train. <laughs> After existential crisis, cyclotron is concerned of writing something. The train's too short for me to get his equation down. It's <laughs> perfect. You better use that. No, no, I, have, I have another one. Okay, I'm gonna take that. <clears throat> Nobody else says anything. That's the. I want to change this. Too. I panic waiting for my appreciation. Okay. Like I want to change uh, In front of. Hmm. Sorry. You actually should ask. It's fine. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's a real upper. It's just your. What kind of stories you like? (laughs) Yes, Um, sir. I'm gonna I'm gonna request that I can I change my previous one, my previous (laughs) signpost three, which was so confusing. You make it better. Boy, we have all these blanks, and you're trying to you're, you're into feel, your rewrites. I can, it, I can fill in a different blank, also, if you want. Sure. So. All right. What do you What do you Desi- want? Signpost three: Desiring a particular group, people start falling in love with the AI. That's our right. Ah, okay. So we start getting our That's love better. story. In. Yay. Alright. <laughs> so how do we def- differentiate it from innermost desire when it comes to love? Is it because they just can't help it? So, so that makes it impulsive? With what? No, impulsive, no, re- impulsive responses aren't about... Oh, it is an innermost desire. Yeah. Sorry, I have it no question. Yeah, okay. No question. Right. So the what was the... That's a much better example. Yep. Yeah, that's why... So rather than doing all the, uh, the yoga to try to get it to fit, <laughs> exactly. that's a much better one. Exactly. All right. Here's my other one, which is the inhibitor, the OS inhibitor, believing in phantasms. Yes. Um, our, Ghost um, of the machine? Terrier Bernier, the emotion character, the stem cell donor, starts having <coughs> schizophrenic beliefs, mm. which is screwing up Michelle's neuro uh, experiments Natural. because she's donating the neurons. And the question is, what do we do when our neurons are unhealthy? But it's um, something several people are, are doing? No, but their, their, their lone stem cell donor in the AI lab starts having psychological okay. issues. Okay. So people are divided about... If well, it's psychological, or she really is seeing phantasms. Is that where the well, just the inhibitor? So it's like they have to pull up on. Okay. Okay. It just sort of is like. Oh, now where, where's the phantasm? That's, that's really interesting. That's oh, interesting. So, that's so, kind of interesting. so, can you explain again what's happening? Setting both. Yes. So we have uh, Michelle Via is en- doing engineering with 
with neurons. Right. Mm-hmm. And then our emotion character is a stem cell donor. Yeah. So she's donating yeah. the neurons that okay. Michelle is using. That Michelle's to using to uh, try to use as a natural system. So to she did basically enters the AI, right? She, they're using her, her cells the, as for the neurology to create the, the basis for the AI. Okay. And, okay. and right. it, it somehow is messing up the AIs themselves. It's somehow transferring through that. Yeah. And then... The girl starts having showing symptoms of schizophrenia, so yeah, she starts. So like it messes up in both directions. Well, it's suddenly like, it, it here's the here's a it's the, the example in Young Frankenstein when you take the Abby normal brain, yeah, and suddenly you've got a deficient creature, yeah. So this is you've you've taken all these neurons, you've built your AI on this neural net. Yeah, but and then you but find out the neural net. There's bad DNA is, in the ne- neural net. You find out that the, the, the neurons aren't healthy. Okay. And suddenly, you're like, what do we do? Is got this? It. Got it. Okay. Cool. I think that's cool. really interesting. See, doesn't matter how silly it starts out, mm-hmm. it starts mm-hmm. pulling together. All right. A read. Um, main character problem. Yay! Finally. Formulating an explanation. Uh huh. Um, is it? Is this, is this an explanation about whatever you would like? But this is going to be the this is going to be the thing that causes him. He's not going to be aware of it, but it's going to be the source of his problem. And eventually, this is what he has to get over. That's what. A, that's when you have a changed character. The symptom is what. If you ask Victor what the problem is, he'll give you the symptom, which is the main character's symptom. He'll. He'll say that this particular showing that a particular group is yet to be verified. So this hasn't been verified yet. So that's what the problem is. But really, he's basing all of that on this this um, explanation for something that he sees as an explanation for how something works or how something is or how why he is a certain way or your, your or the the fact that he's still formulating it. He hasn't come up with the explanation yet. Um, what's this? The main character problem is theory. Okay, so he's got this. He's got this explanation for everything that's not working for him. Yeah, maybe he's trying to formulate an explanation as to why he created an, a sentient AI that started like this slippery slope. Well, this is going to be something that's probably a little more in his backstory. So why would he? Why is he interested in AI? Uh, this is this is the explanation that, you know, maybe where does that, why he got interested in AI. Where does that fall into? Well, formulating a formulating a an explanation for something is what sort of was starting. It was originally the problem he was trying to address whenever his backstory was in, and that led him down a path that eventually hid it from him. And that explanation and that explanation no longer holds true. Which is why it's creating a problem for him. So, what would what would you for him? What kind of explanation for AI? What might be causing conflict? Sort of almost like a resonance conflict. He, the world is not reflecting what this explanation is saying. Like, for instance, there's no such thing as ghosts. But then he's seeing ghosts all over the place, and so eventually he'd have to go back and maybe that. Oh, you know those things that I saw that were just shadows, and but well, maybe they really were ghosts. <laughs> so it's that kind of a thing. So 
you know, what kind of explanation? And you can make it anything. It doesn't have to be AI related, but it's going to fundamentally be the thing that he has to, he will get over. Idea. Well then, try, what do you think about the? That might be easier if you understand if you pick what the the solution. So he's going to have an, an intuition about someone. So it's going to be a little more intuitive rather than being very theoretical. He's going to sort of go with a hunch. What kind? What might? What might he have a, a feeling about someone? Um, you know, that that could be any of them. That allows him to. That, that will allow him to change. Now, ultimately, though, it's going to lead him astray because he ends up in a bad place. But he's going to have a hunch that someone's a certain way and then act on that. No? Okay. Okay. Sorry. Um, I was going to look at the relationship storylines um, problem. Writing a thesis for a particular group. Okay. Um, and so part of the research that uh, Victor and Michelle the reason, one of the reasons they're researching is that they are trying to come up with uh, my thesis kind of a, a theory, a statement of outline of maybe how uh, humans and AIs ought to act towards each other uh, but they have such different degrees, different views of that like maybe they're they're tasked with sort of well if you give us sort of guidelines for how the two groups can live peacefully but they can't even find agreement about that so. okay and do you want to establish what type of relationship I I am calling them um, colleagues and sex partners Ooh. great works for me all right then Colleague. They've got all kinds of issues, else. but they just really desire each other. So business. we just added steamy products like that. That's right. Exactly. Okay. So and and so as colleagues, this is why they would start off. Maybe they they're coming in independently. Right. They're they fighting over the same this. stuff, and someone says to them, "Well, you guys work. I want you to both to work together. Come up with this thesis." Uh, on on why AI is whatever it is, and the yeah. two of them are like completely at odds about how, how that is, exactly. and that would be the fundamental right. root of their conflict. He's a hunk and she's a babe, and they still just go for each other. So there's that. You know. Okay. Wow. Uh, whatever. Okay. So that's but the thesis about okay. Life. Such Sorry. foolish relationships happen. Oh. <laughs> That's nice. At least the fact you're a hunk kind of baby. Let's just get a room. Yeah, let's <laughs> just get a room. Go with it. <laughs> yeah. Let's be stupid together for a little while. <laughs> That's really funny. Well, and you can imagine, you imagine if they had somebody else who basically is yeah. labeling them that. Mm -hmm. Right. Or that right. they are... When they're together, they just act stupid. You know, yeah. some right. people like, do well, that. The, that goofy love bird, stupid. Right. You know, it's but, like, but not love. Yeah. No, 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 no. But they can stupid. still just, yeah. whatever <laughs> reason, they just really just I together. Mean, it's, they it's, are, it's the love hate relationships where things go from total argument to macking on. And you wanted it about the AI. What is it? The AI. It's like the the these the guidelines for how humans and AIs. Oh. Cooperate, work together, view each other. Kind of thing. <laughs> it's the yeah human AI manifesto or something. So the coexistence. Yeah, whatever you want. My boss is like to say, 
don't get stuck on stupid. But I don't know what you're talking about. Good. All right. Um, okay. Um, hey, hey, I wanted to demonstrate that the thing actually works when it doesn't work, and he, he takes his, his um, um, claims and, and, and he asks him to get a question, and he, and he says, I can identify the, the uh, drone will identify the person who, who, who is uh, thinking that. Okay. Um, he's studying, the, the, he's studying the, the, the features of the people in the, in the conference, and, and he, he knows by the, um, by the looks of the people and he can, he, and he, he's telling the drone what, what to do. Okay. And so it actually isn't an in, in artificial intelligence, it's him. And he, he uh, is trying to deceive, to get it, to prove that it, that it works or it doesn't work. All right, unfortunately, Bob, I'm not sure exactly how to, I, I, I see where you're building on your story. Um, and I'm not exactly sure where I can fit that in t into this story form. Um, the one thing that you certainly see, you've got a, the, the overall story catalyst of pricing something at salvage value. You could easily see, you know, your Hank character, or whatever, uh, the, was it Hank or Glenn or the, the truck driver? Glenn. Yeah, the, yeah Glenn. Glenn, you know, he, where he would come in and, and possibly be in that, working that salvage stuff with the drones, but um, I'm not sure exactly where to put that in. Oh, okay. Sorry. Okay. All right. Hopefully I, I understand this correctly. So uh, I'm going to go with Enflow's character domain. Okay. Uh, and you can tell me this is the wrong category, but uh, Michelle is a fan of giving people uh, natural supplements that affect their uh, actions or mentalities or will affect their moods. She, uh, it's, it's playing mind games. So she's uh, giving natural supplements and seeing their effects on various people. And she thinks that they're going to improve, give them stamina, give them... Uh, I think that's the wrong domain. Wrong, okay. Um, because manipulation is much more mental it's a it's an internal oh, domain yeah. however just take what you said but take out the organic element of it so in other words rather than trying to assign it to particularly to an organic source um, say pretty much exactly what you were saying without that so but should give supplements to no, no. Supplements are the organic part. They, they, okay. you, yeah, you don't. You want the physical. No, take okay. out the physical like, side. Like mottos or maxims or other kinds of idea things that help transform their thinking. Well, she's trying to. Yeah, but she basically she want. I mean, it, as a <coughs> playing mind games or, you know, this is manipulating people to think, you know, one thing when it's really something else. Um, if you think of her as really interested in AI and understanding how the sort of the mind works and such, then. You can imagine her easily being interested in, in the trouble with um, how easy it is to fool someone or how difficult it is to fool someone 
um, with artificial intelligence. It's sort of like the Turing test is one of those things where you're trying to make something look like it's it's real, but it's not. So, but 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 if she is a person who plays mind tricks on, and and that has an that's going to have an influence on Victor. So you know the kinds of things that she might say. You know, it's the just messing with you kind of. Um, of that's what that's what sort of it is in this context, as opposed to more organic, which is I think going to be in the. You could see that in their in their in their relationship, you know, by changing someone's chemical balance, that would that you you know things getting progressively worse, which I think is one of the growing steadily worse. That's in the relationship through line. You could easily see things if if there was a a, a chemical imbalance. I mean, there's some sort of chemistry changing, but that's that's kind of a stretch because that's sort of not where we were going with that. But so. So it was a character trait that she would give somebody natural supplements because she believes in the natural nature of things. Right, but but, but that doesn't work. In terms of who, where she's coming from, and this is see, here's one thing that's different about the influence character than the main character. Main character, they're the character who we're whose shoes we stand in, and we see things from their world. The influence character, we don't stand in their shoes to see what they have seen in the world, although we frequently tell it that way. But really, their function in the story is to counter, act as a counterpoint to the main so character. His, his own main. Right. Victor's the main character. She is the influence character. So she has this, you know, she likes to play ga- mind tricks and play games, and, and that has this, this challenges Victor's way of seeing the world. In fact, it has such a profound effect that eventually he changes. You know, he, he's looking at doing all this running around and I can't do anything unless I'm, mm-hmm. you know, running running and... So she would have to her, counteract that. She doesn't, she didn't have to counteract it, but she does. She's just, she she's a counterbalance to it, not a counteraction to it. So he's actually, she's... Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's she's about mental process, not physical process. That's what that's, that's the, the psychology and, domain is. So she needs to play mind games in order to solve him of this problem of take away the in order to. So so she, we the influence character does this. There is no intent behind it. It's it's kind of like saying my car, my the chassis sits on the wheels. You can say, well, the wheels are there to carry the to chassis to someplace else. Well, no, it's part of. They all go together, but. It's that relationship, you know. So this is the same kind of thing. An influence character is there because they're defined by their the the nature of how they're connected to the the main character. So if, if she's skeptical of technology, being a skeptic character, and she's more in favor of the bio way of thinking, can it be that she believes she needs to use? yoga and natural techniques to better process things while he needs to be constantly moving she needs to be staying in one spot? No, no, because you're now comparing external state with external process as opposed to external process with internal process. She is is about playing playing mind games, (laughs) not playing physical games. 
you know, you know, mind games are right. Yeah. You know, I'll yeah. pretend like I'm somebody else, or I'll, I'll, I'll um, uh, you know, you know, she might dress up to look like someone else, or. Pardon me. You can manipulate through physical things. Like I'm sitting here listening to this, and the most obvious thing that jumps to my mind is she uses sex. She's a 35-year-old woman. She uses sex to manipulate a 60-year-old man into doing what she thinks is the right thing. Right, but she doesn't use sex. She doesn't just hang her equipment out there. <laughs> what she does is she is sexy. Very nice. And right. it's her sexiness that attracts right. him, right. not her accoutrement. Right. I mean, and that's the... <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, that's the difference. It's like being sexy as opposed to having sex. You know, it's, it's she's about, you know, right. titillating. Titillating is manipulation. Yeah. You know, as opposed to, you know, something that's a little more physical. Steamy, titillating sci-fi romance. <laughs> <laughs> and all you need is satire in there, and we're, we got a perfect, perfect. We have a perfecta. Okay. So does that does that help in terms of understanding the, the, the nature of the domain, the manipulation domain. Okay. Alright. Um, so she has to play mind games with his... No, don't pick... It's not him. Don't think about him. Just think she about her. Everyone. This is what world. she does. This is who her she is. To the world. She impacts yeah. the entire world and him. Because of the proximity of her in this story to him... That will make the connection. You do not need to look at it in terms of him. It will. That's the that nature up. of the story form. It's kind of like saying, if I, if you dress in black and I dress in white, and someone walks in the room, they're gonna see. Oh, <coughs> look, there's black and white. I might not I have no clue about what you're dressing or what I'm dressing, but from the outside, it looks like we're opposites. Okay, so if. She uses natural supplements to play practical jokes on people. No, you're 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 getting you're you're constantly going back to the physical. It's 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 mental. In other words, mental manipulation. But she get I mean, if she uses these natural supplements to play with practical jokes on people, it's her mental ability to shape the world and play with their minds and. But it's this okay. This is about her, not about. Her relationship to other people. See, that's that's the difference. I mean, you could say she but likes she to play mind games with herself. No, no, you could say she likes to play mind games to get her way. That would be a way, inferring that it's for other purposes, but not a specific person or for a specific purpose. Ulterior motives. Well, I mean, ulterior motives. Everything can be an ulterior motive. I mean, you can you can do a lot of different things. I'm just trying to. You, you're you're focused on the physical, because I think you have a you've you've conceptualized this character in full, and because of her interest in organics, you are making her organic her everything about her organic, and I think that that's this difference is. The subject matter in which she's interested in versus how she goes about things, and the and the, the story is requiring us to understand her in terms of how she approaches things, not the subject matter. The subject matter is a means to to getting us to understand where she is. 
Well, we can we'll, we we come back to it, or if there's another story point that you feel a little more comfortable with. Um, I'll scoop main character benchmark. Okay. Uh, he's studying for certification to be, you know, his boss's position. So he's studying to be a higher in the company. Like you have to pass the test to become higher in the company. Okay, it was like a PhD or something yes. higher than okay. Which would mean it would also tie in why he's going to do this whole thesis and all that kind of stuff. So that okay, great. Somebody else do domain right now, so I understand it. <laughs> you. So being by character of unique ability. Okay. Um, being it's what well, let me explain what the unique ability is. The main char impact character unique ability. So the uh, it says the being educated. So the influence character unique ability is a quality that makes the influence character uniquely suited to undermine the main character's unique ability. So this is actually makes them perfect to sort of negate our main character's uh, his wise his his wisdom about AIs. So this is going to be something that's to subvert that. So she is the so she is the uh, only human being who graduated from school um, with absolute, absolutely zero mistakes, making her uh, an absolute expert in the language and coding being used um, when uh, monitoring. Uh, AI behavior and running diagnostics as to what their behavior what their behavior is. So because she's such an expert at reading uh, that language and using it, uh, she sees a bunch of details and nuances that kind of that even Victor can't read or see or uh, in the actual reports. So she has the uh, upper hand when it comes to that, so it kind of impedes his sort of uh, self-proclaimed wisdom about the eyes. Okay, I've paraphrased that. Okay, Michelle is an expert in AI language that lets her see more than even Victor, and she sees his mistakes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Exactly. I mean, the rest of it is really is great. It's good storytelling, but yeah. that's it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's what he saw. This really wise wise guy who can do this, and then she's like, "Oh yeah, well you made a mistake here, and you made a mistake there, and you made a mistake here." It's like, which of course, again, over here in their relationship, this com this competitive relationship that they have is it's a perfect perfect foil for that. Oh, I'm sorry. Diane. Diane? Um, yeah, I had Hi, a baby. question. Hang on, let me find where it was. Sure. I'm going to go ahead and go a minute. Okay. Let me know. Okay. Now, I wanna, can I ask you a question? Absolutely. Um, I, I know my, my character mm -hmm. is out of the story. And, um... But he, 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 he's a truck driver, and he, he, it's, the conversation is over his head, 
and he wants to, to uh, be in the story. Right. And uh, so he, he's going to relate what he knows and, and um, to get into this, the story even though he's not really qualified. Okay, well, I think that the, the question was whether or not, wasn't whether or not your character fit into this story, because I think, he, I think he's, he can very easily with everything that you were talking about. But for the, um, what we're doing in this meeting with, the, you know, with illustrating just the story points as opposed to fleshing it out into a, the full story, uh, we were trying to find illustrations for particular story points, um, and the ones you were describing needed to be either directed toward one of those. Um, so, for instance, the perfect example is that the overall story, I mentioned this a little bit before, overall story, uh, what was it, uh, Catalyst, the thing that causes the story to move forward faster, is um, pricing something at salvage value. So, you know, here you've got this guy who's been collecting these drones and such, which could easily be housings for AIs. And he goes and he starts, you know, as a guardian, he starts taking this stuff and making them very affordable to Victor uh, and to um, Michelle as a possible alternative to the organic problems that they're running in, running with uh, Terry's uh, uh, biology, biological neural problems. So that would be a way that him, him saying, hey, I can make this really easy for you, could create a lot, a lot of conflict, which is exactly what a catalyst would do. So the character you set up and, and everything about him and what he wants to have happen would slide right into that. that. That's the only reason why I didn't try to, I didn't try to do it for you. I was just trying to um, let you describe that, but that's how he would fit in. And I think he'd fit in great. I think he'd be, a, you know, he would fill in that other part of the story. Does that that make sense? That makes sense. Okay, great. Since he's a guardian, he, in his salvage role, he may know something about AI. Oh yeah. From his perspective, that these people in their ivory towers don't see. Sure, yeah. and I mean, but right. it, it could be that he knows something, or just that he facilitates things. Right. You know, and and that's saying that one because he's a truck driver collecting it goes runs around and gets salvaging drones mm -hmm. you know that the, the storytelling was all right there with that particular story point yeah. so that's why I think it would fit because it, the storytelling matched um, and the way I brought it up was that um, in business week they had a story about um, people in America buying drones and um, they're uh, from China and they're poorly made and it could cause accidents or death, but they poo-poo it because they're having a lot of fun. Right. That's good. No, and then that's a lot of this stuff we're pulling from things that are very current. Okay, Diane, thank you. Okay, so my question was about the main character solution. Is, is the solution that... Is having the solution is what causes the failure, or lack of having the solution what causes the failure, or too little, too late? I mean. Okay, this is for the main character. Yeah. Overall story. Okay, so the failure, success or failure, is in the overall story. 
the good or bad is what's going on with the main character. And you can't say one causes the other because it's a lot more complicated than that. It's just that in this story, these things happen and this is where it ends up. So, so you can tie it together um, okay. if you know what the pieces are. Okay. Bye, Bob. Merry Bye, Christmas. Bye. Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy holidays to you. Happy holidays. Drive, drive safely or walk safely. Here's our ticket. Bus. Um, okay. So, okay. So, with, so, so the answer to that is, in this story, he does change. So he will adopt the solution. Coincidentally, it doesn't really solve his personal issues, but he doesn't know that. That if, you know, when a character hits that point where they have to make a leap of faith, do I do I go the path that I've always gone down, or do I take this new path that the influence character is sort of promoting? Um, in this case, he says, "Okay, I'm going to follow what Michelle is telling me, and this is I'm going to follow the way that she sees the world, and I'm going to try that." But it doesn't really solve his his angst. Okay, so. But he will he but will adopt the solution. It's in here, however, however it goes. So here here's my thought. Okay. So if she's promoting the whole organic thing, and uh, Glenda gave him let's call it an organic piece, um, and that is and those things are going to cause the failure. Then yeah. maybe what happens is the organic components are what bring about sentience and undermine the components programming. Okay, but this is okay. So this is in, in the so 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 the solution. His thing is is, is that AI should be mechanical. Yes, and then she's promoting that. You know, no, you need these these biological components. But when you put those biological components in, what happens is actual sentience, and that's when the AIs become dangerous or bad things or whatever. Maybe that's, his, that's his unique ability. Yeah. What? That's sort of his unique ability. Yeah, that yeah, that is a bit of his unique ability where he's talking about that sort of the tipping point over into sentience. That's that's where we have we have a little bit of that over there. The intuition about the the main character solution is having an intuition about something. So in other words, right. if he ha if he has an intu intuition that he ignores, if he thinks if his intuition that is you should not mix um, biological and mechanical, that's his intuition. But he ignores that in favor of what the impact character is promoting. Then that's going to lead to the failure of the story. Yes. Uh, well, you're you're tying in his role as protagonist with his perspective as main character, and those are two completely different functions. So that you know, the fact that we we've already got the storytelling in the main character thread so tightly aligned with the overall story, um, but they're not the same thing. So the thing is, what the solution is, the main character is going to be driven. He's going to have personal conflicts, and he's going to be dealing with issues. He thinks his problem comes from um, that something hasn't yet been verified. So maybe people say, oh, this we are going to do this because it absolutely has to be. And he's like, no, this has not been proven yet. I am, this is not yet verified. I am not, I don't agree with it. In fact, 
I, my, I think I have to figure out, you know, we have to determine why it's even relevant. That's going to be the solution. And ultimately, it turns out, though, that's really not what's, that's not solving this problem. He's, you know, he's, he's, he's dealing with all of these, um, he's, he's writing something, whether it's his thesis or whatnot. He's performing all these acrobatics in order to, you know, be creative. Um, and, you know, he's very wise for someone his age, although he's pretty old. Um, he, he's but he's acrobatics he's, at 60. You're, 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 you're going to play him in the movie, right? <laughs> yeah, that's me. Thanks. <laughs> um, but, I mean, gosh, his, all these, these elements just pull right together for him. I mean, he's studying to be a doctor. His critical flaws, you know, about being considered, you know, or not being considered for something. Um, so it's it's just one of these things where his problem, though, is, is again, this is his personal problem, and it's not going to be tied to whether AIs become sentient or not. That's that's the overall story. Okay. Well, that's what that's what I was trying to, that's what I was trying to clarify because I, I said, does it? It's the solution to the overall storyline, right? Not the. Not the main character solution, no. The main, char okay. the main character solution is the main is the solution to the main character's personal problems. The overall story solution is the solution to the overall story. So, in other words, what would allow the goal? We have a goal of um, trying to keep all of his uh, Victor trying to keep the the scientists calm. Went and, and not commit suicide. And not commit suicide. So the the solution that would allow that to happen would be or solution is being apprehensive about a particular group. So in other words, you know, if we're really uh, worried about this particular group and be really apprehensive that maybe they're not doing things for the the best reasons, whether it's the AIs or the Windarians or whoever we sort of see as or the historians. Um, you know, it's like, man, this historian, I think they have a whole different agenda than us. That would allow them to actually uncover what's going on and survive. But, unfortunately, this is a failure story, so the solution is never fully implemented, and, it, and they fail. Right. Um, so that's the difference between looking at the, the, the solution and the overall story, which is where the protagonist is, where the AI researcher is, and our main character, Victor, in dealing with his own thesis problems. <laughs> he's trying he's trying to become, you know... Did we actually have a problem and I didn't hear it? No, no, that's what we were, that's what we were just talking about. What? No, no, no. I, did someone give him, like I was talking about the solution, did someone give him a problem? And I didn't hear it. Um, no, but if you wait a, one moment, Jim will... Do that, and then if you want, I can come. We can come back to you, and you can do the solution. Um, yes. Sam. Is he angry? Has anyone? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Has anyone done the uh, relationship uh, concern? No, we have not. Would this work? I mean, the the concern is growing steadily worse, and and. The more their relationship, their attraction to each other, the stupider they get. Uh, <laughs> and so that's their concern. You know, that's the problem. They want to do the research, get the work done, but the more but they're, they're spending too much time in the sack. 
<laughs> yeah, no, that absolutely okay. So, so, so what is what? So what is getting steadily worse? Is the their 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 paper or what is? Yeah, I guess collaboration or their their collaboration. Okay, so collaboration is okay. Yes, that would work. It's more stuck on stupid they get. <laughs> I think Sam puts two for these two. You know, it's really funny. <laughs> What's funny about it is that you've got these really smart people, and then you put in this room, in this, this thread, they get really stupid. And they, if you wanted to throw in a little bit of comedy, you know, make a sci fi romance comedy, that would be an area you could easily put in a lot of the comic Same books, too, for them. Huh? Sign post two for them, that's what Mike <laughs> He wants signing up. Two? is speeding up. <laughs> okay, no. All right, you wanted to do the main character problem, Jim? Exactly. Wait, what? Because they want to do it on the train. He can only do it on the train. That's perfect. I have a reason for that. You ready for this? Okay, main character problem. Okay, main character problem. So, a long, long time ago. Um, Don't say in a galaxy far, far No, 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 I won't say that. A uh, long time ago, Victor's dad. Um, had a, who, by the way, like loved model trains, had trains everywhere, like, okay. all over the place. Um, had a bit of a gambling problem, and oh, ended man. up Timing. gambling well, away the entire family fortune and driving his mother to suicide, who killed herself by throwing herself in front, in front of, of a train. train. So, ever since then, uh, Victor. You know, and, and, well, I should backtrack. His his father, when he would go gamble and go betting and all this stuff, it was always just like, it's all about chance. It's all about luck. Never even plan anything out. Never try and figure out how to actually do it. It's all just, you know, whatever you feel, you go for it. So ever since then, Victor's been totally scarred, and now he has to figure out the reason and explanation for everything, for why things work the way they do. And he won't stop doing his parkour problem-solving, until he figures it out, but the problem is, is you've never figured it out. There's like never any real answer, but he's just getting beat up, and they can't do the stuff that he's supposed to do. But it, that's why he's driven to do all that stuff. So he's okay. incessant efforts at formulating an explanation. Yeah, an explanation for why. I was trying to think of something like why people act the way they do, yeah, or why, why people, people take chances. Well, or there's the inherent sort of <clears throat> like computers are by definition logical, logical. and okay. people are by definition illogical. Okay, and he's trying to. He's trying to make it one. There. That's great. Yeah. But he needs an explanation, explanation for everything. Which, which explain, yeah. has to have it, everything yeah. has to be come from a root theory. It cannot just be. Yeah. It cannot just happen. It cannot just be spontaneous. He has to always look for the system that describes why something is happening. Which is a catastrophe when you have a team of people commenting suicide and you have no idea why they do it. Right. Yes, exactly. Yeah, so that, no, that's great. That's perfect. Okay, so now, <laughs> Diane, back to your original question about why does, with the main character, um, and you're looking at this, the solution about having an intuition, I think you were, an intuition about someone, so here you've got someone who has an explanation, well, looking for an explanation for everything. He's absolutely driven by that, and yet it's not solving his problems because things are still going wrong. He can't solve every, he cannot explain everything. Mm -hmm. And then the solution, though, is to essentially go with a hunch. To, and it's a hunch about 
some particular person. So does that sort of set it up for what you were looking for as the baseline for describing that solution? Um, you can say no. I mean, it's not a problem. <laughs> maybe. All right. So he's got, okay, maybe. He's got an intuition that the gift from the Windardians is not what it, from Glenda, is not what it appears to be. Okay, and, and for him, that's sufficient for him to have not, no, no explanation, but just to go, I think that there's just something wrong with this, and, and I'm going to act on that knowledge, that feeling. So that would be, that's right. Okay, great. So. How does that uh, work out for you? <laughs> There's something inky about the gift. Yeah. But this is critical form? No, this is the, oh, I'm sorry. Thank you. I'm in the right, wrong, wrong, wrong pipe. They're all shifted down one of them. <laughs> yeah, because you have the problem under solution. Oh, that's why. Okay. Is it the Windarian gift? Or is it... Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Great. So I put, Victor has an intuition about, the Glenda, about Glenda's gift and acts on his hunch. Okay, so that basically shows us that he is... <coughs> doesn't have an explanation for it, but he's he's doing it. All right, Mike. Um, I'm going to work in. The, I'm going to try to. What's the, what are the sidekicks' traits again? Uh, faith and support. Yeah. Arr. Okay. So this kind of works. This works. So Alan Jewett, 45 year old teacher who started uh, is rich, rich beyond belief because he started. Um, the next the, the Khan Academy that was monetized or something and he's the he, he gives his support by funding all of this research that's the sidekick role for Alan is he funds this and the dividend of playing football is that <laughs> this is how I'm working it into the story form oh I see um, the OS dividend playing football he owns a team uh, and he makes his team's strategy better and better by testing it, by having the AI run, um, what do they call oh, it? Oh, uh, like simulations. Simulations, thank you. So he takes his losing team all the way through to the championship by continually improving their game by running simulations on the AI. 
I was picturing all these researchers playing football. But I'm sorry to let you down. <laughs> Can't change my idea. It's like Mark Cuban, a teacher. <laughs> right. All right, so he uses, Alan uses the AI to simulate plays and turns a losing football game into winners. So playing football as the dividend. Okay, great. That was a pretty good uh, finesse. <laughs> <laughs> Taking something that seemed to be completely out of left field, so to speak. Yeah, pull it in. All right. Read, yeah. I don't know. I'll pass. Okay. Oh. Key? Uh, I'm not ready. <laughs> uh, well, okay, I'll try this. I'll try this. Um, back on the influence character Yay. domain. Okay. Well, thank playing, you. Playing mind games. Um, Double yeah. I. In two words or less. Yeah, I'm trying to. Uh, her, she lives to try to get people confused about what is machine intelligence versus fakery versus artificial intelligence, where she thinks people are way too eager. To call something artificial intelligence when it may just be good mathematics or just a trick and she's trying to to show that artificial intelligence is a slippery concept and when is it really beyond us that we've lost control so it's just confusing people about what's really artificial intelligence and she always always asking them tricky questions and was that artificial intelligence like, or good like, math she's like socrates sort of yeah she's yeah socrates type right you got it that's it Okay, so she lives to confuse people but about the differences between real intelligence and AI. Right, right. Yeah, no, I mean, so again, she's, she does, she screws with them. Yeah, right. Yeah, she'll do, Eventually. She'll do things that where it's like, oh, such and such and such and such and have it's like, no, AI can't do that. Right. You know, but it's like, just fooled you, you know, yeah, just yeah. trying to confuse them. Yeah. yeah. You know, pre-recording things with a certain set of answers that couldn't possibly be done randomly, except for the fact that she's the one who's writing the questions setting the and questions setting up. And, yeah, yeah. Right. it's all pre-set up so that she's messing with. And she, you know, she, and, you and, can easily see how she would be just completely messing with our, right. our and she main character who's so so straight laced. She actually thinks she can convert him. To, well, she does. To her views. But if that doesn't work, then sex might be the way to do it. So she's like, mind well, games, sex, it's all kind of a Well, package. ultimately, she does. She, yeah. she brings him over to his side. Right. But is it real sex side. or artificial computer sex? That's he actually, <laughs> in the <laughs> simulation room, <laughs> it's on the circular bed thing going on. Right. Okay. If, they can, if they can simulate football, then they can simulate... Yes, okay. it's all VR. Okay, go for it. Oh, you guys, look right. at what the problem and solution that, for the impact character are. I guess. The problem and solution I mean, for the impact character. See, the problem is expecting the best, and the solution is discovering why fools fall in love. That's really funny. I just need to nail down these terms. Sorry, it was just too funny. Manipulation. Yeah. Okay. Um. All right, I have a couple possibilities, so hopefully one of these actually fits one of the <laughs> things. Right. Okay. Um, critical flaw for main character. Uh-huh. I'm hoping this works. Uh, can it so be... this is this is what will undermine his unique ability. Oh, okay. That's what that's what the, the main character critical flaw is. The thing that undermines. The main character's unique ability. And his unique ability is is uh, he's wise, 
he's 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 he understands AI, and he can and he tips it over into sentience. So he's because of what he knows, that's what he can can do. Okay, hope I think this might work. And Perfect. I'm wrong. Okay, uh, being considered mentally stable, uh, or mentally stable after the death of his wife. Um. Sure. Sure. I mean, if people think he's unstable, if they basically think he's, he's they consider him unstable because okay. it's emotionally unstable, being yeah. considered emotionally unstable, sure. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I got one. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> stable or unstable? Well, unstable. Well, emotionally unstable. And how he copes with that consideration from others, kind of, because it's his flaw. Well, now, okay, I'm glad you said that. The each of these don't actually have to be an attribute of okay. the particular story point. They can be attributed to them. So, in other words. He may not be unstable, but it, they could it, they could attribute instability to him. So and that's just as effective. It's and, just and like we hear. It's just like we hear with with uh, um, uh, Darth Vader. We don't see him tempt in the first movie, mm-hmm. but temptation is attributed to him. Now, subsequent films, we actually see him tempting Luke, etc. But in the first one, we just see here's what happens when you succumb to the temptation of the dark, for, of the dark side of the force, and so you can be attributed to that, or you can actually be have it as being a tri- an attribute. And so it, it's a flaw for him because he doesn't handle that attribution well. It could be that he doesn't handle it well, or other people don't allow him, or don't give him credit, okay. or don't right. Right, right, right. that don't take his. His wiseness about it, seriously. give it seriously because it's under because it's undermined by yeah well but you know he's a little emotionally unstable. Yeah. I mean, right people now, so. could just mm-hmm. consider him unstable because sure. people underneath him are committing suicide, right? Sure, sure. Yeah, that could be. Right. Yeah. Um, like so excellent, character. David. Um, the impact character issue. Of, uh, what is it? Emulating someone? Uh, no, that's a concern. Uh, uh, issue of uh, lacking, oh, kno- lacking, lacking knowledge of a particular group. Oh, yes. Uh, so, early oh. on, she uh, discovers, because uh, I said that she, she monitors AIs uh, and reads reports, and she discovers that uh, there's a couple of lines of code, or whatever that is, uh, that keep coming back, and she doesn't know exactly what that is, and after a while, uh, she thinks it might be uh, that the AIs are actually communicating, starting to communicate with each other behind mm-hmm. humans' backs in secret. And in secret, mm-hmm. and she starts to really believe that maybe they lack they lack knowledge enough knowledge of what the AIs are able to do or actually doing to let them out of the mm-hmm. the uh, uh, research phase, mm-hmm. and that becomes her. She's the only one. Really okay. With that. So she's her, she's uh, um, please.
She mm-hmm. thinks something's going on basically mm-hmm. that they don't know. What is that? What does she suspect? That that uh, AIs are like have like a secret plan or something. They're, they're talking to one another without humans knowing. Mm-hmm. She kind of reads that from the reports. Okay. So she believes that um, that they, I think in general, lack knowledge of AI communications, and she suspects that they're secretly communicating. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, that works great. Uh, Diane? Uh, pass. All right. Sam? We're only going to go for about, we're going to go for about another 10 minutes, one more round, and then we'll just do a, a, a wrap up. Because we're already, it's, it's already 9.30-ish, mm-hmm. so I can tell people are like mentally getting <laughs> fatigued or filled up or both. So Sam, did you have anything? Sorry, I muted myself. Uh, yes, uh, influence character <laughs> symptom. Yes. Now, uh, symptom is giving someone a tryout. Now, I'm I'm trying to, I guess I want to tie it to the main character where he won't give anyone a tryout to help him. They come up with ideas and he's always saying uh, something like uh, they're not relevant, and so she she's. That's the problem that she thinks is the problem. Giving, he won't give anyone uh, a tryout to help him with his thesis. They're not relevant. He's always, does that make sense? Oh, oh. So she feels that she's well that uh, she's the one who's not getting b- being given uh, a tryout by, I guess in that case, Victor. Yeah, I guess is that see, but does that that's more about him? Is that work? Does that no, that's why. No, but I mean, if it's about her not being given a, you know, a fair shake, essentially. Yeah. You're not, you're not giving my ideas a fair shot. Yeah, I mean yeah. that would be fine. You know, that's that what she would because that would say, idea. you know, uh, Michelle, what's what's causing your you know your grief? Well, they're not giving me a fair shot. You know, I can't. Right. I've got all this research. I've got all this really. You know really understanding about this and and I'm not really being given a fair shot I'm not being treated seriously or whatever right, right. that would be yeah, no that would you could easily see her saying that and then okay. the solution it's you know is talking about uh, for her I think mean, the, the response is you know she's, she's swearing by someone so it's sort of like well I follow blah 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 and of course mm-hmm. everything they do they walk on water and then AI they're the one so I have to which, be right. You know, which something. fits with her concern emulating someone. Right, right, exactly. Okay. So you, you are like contorting your face. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm trying to figure out what to do. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm not. Yeah, it was that comment. <laughs> um, so, Michelle not.
to me. You can see, especially if it was something regarding her, you know, her neural network stuff, where I want to use the organics and the stuff, yeah. and they're not even they're not even considering it, you know. And that's I think that a real problem with that that they're saying no before it's before it happens. Okay, um, and then that could manifest in many different ways. Uh, did you have a? I'm trying. I'm so burnt out. What is the um, overall story? The first one is research. Overall first? story, what? Oh. Signpost one is researchers forget, forget the lead the, AI name. Right, and it who who takes an exception. So the the AI basically gets pissed off that they don't really remember who it is. And the Windarians, when the, the next one is Windarians are present, she numbs their impulsive responses. Yeah, she read those around her. Okay, and then people start falling in love with the AI, and they have an existential crisis. Uh, so it starts off, you get a pissed off AI, and then the Windarians are coming in, and they're starting to essentially mute any rebellion, and then you have, um, uh, what is it? Beatrice is going in there saying, hey, you know, let's all feel so great about this. And, and so it's, it undermines trying to get rid of the AIs. Yeah. I just want to do the time lock. And I'm trying okay. to figure out what the, the climax is. Well, Did you have an idea or something? I have, I have like a tenth of an idea. It has, <laughs> to do, it has to do with when Glenda has to get back in her spaceship and leave. Like she's got oh, a, that's funny. A, like a specific time she's got to hit the solar system but I is she, she getting in her yeah. spaceship or is she getting it should, in it should be a, a time a time lock with like <laughs> the uh, AI turning evil though shouldn't it, it should be no no that would be an option lock a time lock is literally a deadline no, no, I know, no, 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 I'm saying like at a certain point there's a certain time when they would become yeah but I'm just establishing what the time is not okay. what happens at that time okay. I want eight weeks <laughs> and I but, don't know why <laughs> Fine. Can, can't it's it just say eight weeks. Say eight weeks. weeks. Yeah, it so could be a quantity of time. Can, can, can't it be that like that they've reached a point where they go, okay, AIs are are going to be released? I was thinking that maybe... So there's a there's an actual... <laughs> sorry. Oh, no, go ahead. No, no, or please that something about the sentient part has to gestate for a certain amount of time. So once it's implanted, we have... No, no well, for time lock, though, it's just eight weeks. You don't need to have a reason why. Okay. It's okay. Week. All right. <clears throat> well, so... I, you, so you, you, you then much. come up with a reason <laughs> why it's eight weeks, but the point is, is that it's you can back calculate that really easily. Mm -hmm. Eight weeks could be when their report has to come in, which will support or not mm -hmm. the 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 triggering of you know the Windarian something. Who knows? You know, okay. the historian could say, well, there's this event that happens, and you know, or there's lots of different ways of making eight weeks work. Mm -hmm. It's just, mm -hmm. that's that's the nature of every single one of these story points. You don't have to connect the dots. No, you I just need to describe to the dot, more. because the minute you describe the dots and stand back, you see the picture. Yeah. You know, you don't, you don't have to be thinking about, well, if it's this because, 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 because. No, no, no. The, the, the because, everything else explains the because. That's that's the whole point of it. Okay. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do two. One is well, one is sci-fi, and us. one is the steamy romance. Okay. <laughs> so the icy concern of emulating someone is she's concerned that her neural networks are not emulating people. Oh, that's good. And uh, 
But how's that causing an impact? Hmm? It's just her concern. She's freaking out. But how's that impact you? Um, well, it impacts... He gets more... His Mr. Wisdom over there is like, you, I can dismiss you because you don't... Well, no. If, if the whole... See, the thing is, is if the idea is... I mean, you bring up a really interesting... Um, bias. Is that when we think of AI, we think of making people. Right. And that an AI doesn't, and probably likely, is not going to look like a, or think like a person. Just like planes don't look like birds. Pardon? Like planes don't fly like birds. Right, right. right. Mm -hmm. So, that's the whole, that's the whole problem. It's like, this is, they they see it, she sees it, and she understands what an artificial intelligence is. They're saying, well, it's not artificial intelligence, because it doesn't look like us. No, you're missing the point. (laughs) Okay. Um, That's cool. And then I see signpost three is the romance changing into something. I'm just make that changing into lingerie. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Why? No, that doesn't work. That doesn't work. It actually that probably become lingerie. That should be. Or if I'm going to be role playing, she becomes lingerie because she's not all about lingerie. I'm just kidding. Yeah, so, yeah I think yeah. that's right. That <laughs> I think that's Anything more. The joke, right? I think that's, that's more the speeding up the. Ro- that's more like signpost two in the relationship that's speeding up. <laughs> okay. something more comfortable. But in terms of having an influence on Victor, changing into lingerie could affect only if she wasn't previously. A lingerie-type person. Right. She's, that's right. Fine. I, I well, then if he already was, then maybe the fact she just never changes her clothes. Well, see, because she's dead fast, right? Fixed, uh, her, her fixed status. Okay, her, so she's a mind person. This is her one foray. Right? Pardon? No. Oh. We're basing her on Hedy Lamar. Yes. Okay. Have I got the right actress? Isn't she the one? Hedy Lamar. Yes, exactly. All right, do we have do we have any other people? Yes. I have signpost four. What? Of? In the relationship through life. Okay. Um, now, I know it doesn't matter, but I'm keeping in mind that this is a uh, failure, bad, tragedy, romance. And so... Uh, the um, romance doesn't necessarily... It's not a failure. That's that's independent of that. It would be like the one happy spot. See? But, but, fa- but failure? No, 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 no. Wait. Failure? Well, angst is still bad. Hold on. Right. Failure is overall story. I know. Bad... His main character. I know. Okay, so that so it's bad for him. Whatever happens in the romance, it's bad. No, not the matter. romance. Whatever happens for him in his personal mm-hmm. through line. What you can have personal failure, but have a very happy re- mm-hmm. relationship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or you can have a, par- a relationship that falls apart, but still be very happy. Okay. Well, nonetheless, <laughs> nonetheless here's my thing. Uh, it's managing to get by. So I say Victor and Michelle, um, they're now in love. Um, they rely on each other to survive, uh, but just when it looks like they'll manage to get by, Victor's AI kills her. Uh, that doesn't sort of fit into managing to get by. Well, it's part of what they're doing. They manage to get by for a while, but if you don't... Well, you're, you're putting an outcome on the end of that. See you, Mike. See you. Good man. Okay. Um, um, well, okay. Um, so they, re- they they start to rely on each other to survive and somehow manage to get by. Now remember, the relationship was about that, that project they were on, too. Don't, don't forget right. that the project. So Somewhere, it's going to... Either the project is null and void or they do it well enough to get by. 
But they don't, whatever the goal was. What was the goal? It doesn't matter. It's not part of it. They don't accomplish that. But this, yeah, that's not right. Yes. Victor, does, Victor doesn't accomplish that. Or it's not accomplished. Uh, Alright, I'm hoping this is proper, whatever. Uh, influence character problem. Okay. Expecting the best, so she's a perfectionist, both with herself and with her relationships, so she expects the best physically, mentally, and in ability. So she's a perfectionist. Where's his Viagra? She's a perfectionist and is often disappointed. <laughs> that's that's why it's a problem. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's cool. And it's and yeah, it's never resolved for her, right? Right. Well, this is this is the thing that was less of a problem than a point of of motivation. Right. Okay. So somebody disappoints her, and it's like. Okay, well, let's fix this, or it's a, now it's, you know, whoop, I'm now re-energized. David, did you have anything? Uh, I was going to shoot for Catalyst, uh, uh, relationship story, uh-huh. seeking certitude, where, so they are doing that uh, uh, the paperwork, that, that mm-hmm. paper, and so, because they're both trying to uh, back up their own views of how it works, they need to look for evidence to sustain uh, whatever they're gonna argue for, and each time they start doing that and researching, they just start like arguing with one another. Oh, excellent. Okay, so Just sort of okay. So the search for certitude regarding research points create conflict in the relationship. Yeah. They start arguing. Okay, fine. Okay, so do uh, Diane? Did you have any of the one last one? Sure. Um, the overall story consequence: having a particular group's condition grow progressively worse. Everybody who touched any of the AIs that were um, infected with. Uh, um, the biological with the Windardian's um, gift and whatever it was um, that infected the AIs and any of the humans that it, that came in contact with them um, is clinically depressed and suicidal. Oh, okay. Uh, those in contact with. Darian AI become depressed and suicidal. Alright, and then Sam, you have the last word. Okay, I'm going to try to override Mike's uh, influence, influence character signpost 3. I'm going to kind of combine 3 and 4 and if this works. She is a steadfast, but does she does she get infected by the Windarian and she starts to change into a, some form of biological artificial artificial uh, intelligence and then in, by signpost four she uh, actually is feigning to be Michelle. Does that work? That or that would, 
she's a chain, she's a steadfast, so maybe not. Um, well, the steadfast has to do with, you know, her, you know, basically her response to the symptoms. She never actually gets over being a perfectionist. Um, that's where the, that's where that steadfastness is, is okay. really focused. Um, I, I'm... Changing into a depressed person that's suicidal, yeah, but they <laughs> happy. Well, she doesn't. See, so the thing is, is that just because it doesn't work out for Victor doesn't necessarily mean it doesn't work out for her. Um, so, but, but very. If you let me. Back to the overall storyline, if she was infected, uh, that would be a place where it probably more likely that it would happen, as opposed to in her personal threat through line. Because that's where all of that's going on is in the overall story, not in the main character, not in the influence character. So I mean, essentially, what we you know we've got we've covered an awful lot, uh, not nearly so much in the relationship. Although I think if you, but just by looking at some of the 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 um, relationship parts that are we haven't talked about, you know, we didn't really talk about. Um, uh, you know, finding a future partner from a particular group—that's the signpost three in the relationship. Um, and 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 uh, it's very funny because I think that some as we go through this, you'll see that if you start looking at the blanks, I'll put—I'll try to transcribe as much of this as I can and put it on uh, the website. So it'll take me a little while, but I'll put that up in um, in. Uh, on dramatica.com when I have the story form. So you'll actually be able to see what we put in as, as storytelling in each of these these pieces. And so that way you'll be able to, uh, to uh, see it and, and be able to, if you're gonna want, if you wanna use it, great. If not, not a problem. Well, thank you guys so much. I know this is a, this is a really exhausting process, <laughs> especially doing it with a lot of people because yeah. the story keeps on going in directions that aren't really necessarily the way that you want them to go and so it's it's like oh no it's bearing in a direction I, I have a great idea for it take <laughs> any all of you have you know free reign over taking whatever is here and running with it if you want to write something go right ahead you know it's this is that's why it's sort of an open group thing it's not a um, that's why I said keep all of your good ideas to yourself. Yeah. Um, and uh, so that's it. Thank you guys very much. And uh, thank you for participating online. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank Absolutely. You. Lots of fun. Take care. Bye, guys. This podcast was brought to you by Wright Brothers creators of software for writers since 1982. Visit us at www.screenplay.com and www.dramatica.com.